Live, your show. You dial toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. And it is Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, don't forget uh, that uh, you can call in and talk about anything. That is the point of the show. Otherwise, we will discuss things interesting to us, and one of the things interesting to us is our very own radio broadcast industry. And today, there was some news out of the Supreme Court that wasn't so great uh, for broadcasters. The story is from USA Today, and it's all over the news. A divided Supreme Court upheld a federal prohibition on the one-time use of expletives in a case... Crap! Well, that doesn't count, apparently. Uh, in a case arising partly from an expletive uttered by Cher at a Billboard Music Awards show in 2002, the ruling by a 5-4 to four vote, and written by Justice Antonin Scalia, endorsed a Bush administration FCC policy against isolated outbursts of, as Scalia said from the bench, the F-word and S-word. The ruling does not resolve a lingering First Amendment challenge to the 2004 policy that's like to be subject to lower court proceedings. Tuesday's decision reversed a ruling by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit that had said the FCC's decision to sanction so-called fleeting expletives was arbitrary and capricious under federal law. So the original decision that was being appealed was a, was a pretty good one, uh, basically saying, hey, these stations did not intend for this to go out over the air. This was not their plan. They were hosting an award show and one of the Hollywood people, you know, spouted out an F-bomb or whatever. And right. They, I mean, you know, these people these people spend most of their day either drunk or high on heroin. Yeah. And uh, so it's unlikely... Coke's that, pretty big. Coke's pretty big in Hollywood. Yeah. One of those things. You know, high as hell. And it's unlikely that they can... Uh, you know, they're used to retakes. They can drop F-bombs and S-bombs all they want uh, while they're doing Hollywood stuff. You get them on uh, live TV and, well, there can be problems. Other broadcast networks had joined the challenge with Fox television stations saying that utterances are not as potentially harmful to viewers as are other uses of sexual or excretory expressions long deemed indecent and banned by federal regulators. They said the policy was especially chilling for live award shows and sports events. Even isolated utterances can be made in vulgar and shocking manner and can constitute harmful first blows to children. It's all about the children, you know. That's why these rules are there. It's, uh, well, I think the first the... blow to children is turning on the television set. I, I suppose. Um, At the very least, I mean, turning on regular... Sesame Street, then I Regular broadcast television, I guess I shouldn't have said. You know, I mean, obviously, Sesame Street recorded. They do a good job with it. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think that you're going to have any problem with Sesame Street. But watching certain shows with your kids, let's assume that mom and dad and None of their friends ever in this world full of S-bombs and F-bombs, they've ever heard these words. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it could happen. Does anybody out there really think that young people are going to be able to be successfully protected from hearing these words? That uh, that there's any point to this? 1-800-259-9231. So now uh, it's you know completely legitimate for the FCC to fine... Radio stations and television broadcast stations, thousands upon thousands of dollars for one fleeting expletive. Dissenting were liberal justices, so-and-so, whatever. In a statement by Breyer, signed by the others, they said the FCC failed to adequately explain why it changed its indecency policy from a policy permitting a single fleeting use of an expletive to a policy that made no such exception. 
Well, why do they need to explain? Doesn't everybody know why they changed it? It's because they'll make more money this way. Yeah, that's exactly what this is all about. This is about a few extra bucks um, for the government. Hey, look, this is a new new tax form. Yeah, I mean, we're not talking about a few extra bucks. This is a significant source, uh, could be a significant source of revenue. I think the minimum fine is something like $32,000. Now, look, that may not seem like a lot to CBS Radio or Clear Channel or ABC or NBC, but if you're a mom-and-pop radio station, that's a significant portion of your budget. That's what you're paying your morning show host. But what does the uh, what what does the government care about that? You know, no, they don't. They don't care. I mean, they purport to care. They purport to uh, to be on the side of the little guy. Yeah, but, but that's, it's that's nonsense. That, it absolutely is. I mean, if you're the government and you can uh, drop a you know a fine of thirty two thousand uh, dollars, get it from the mom and pop uh, people, you know, put them out of business, and then uh, somebody comes along like CBS or Clear Channel, picks it up, and then they can pay the thirty two thousand dollar fine with no problem at all. What's the big deal? The policy dispute had been shrouded by partisan differences and moral overtones of what's best for young viewers. Breyer added, is that in the Constitution, the whole protecting the children thing? Is that uh, Article 1, Section 3, <laughs> the Constitution, the, this? We, the people of the United States, have formed this union to protect the children from hearing the F word. And of course, we can't say it because that would put our, uh, our affiliates at risk. And thankfully, uh, our network has gone and installed a wonderful uh, dump machine that has uh, been doing a fine job of removing any fleeting expletives from these airwaves. So uh, you can rest assured that Free Talk Live's uh, radio affiliates are being protected, and the small children that are listening to talk radio, oh, yeah, that doesn't happen too often, I guess, but all of the small children that are sitting in the passenger seats uh, with their parents who happen to be driving around listening to talk radio can rest assured they will never hear the F-bomb or the S-bomb on this show's airwaves. Of course, you can still say some of the other curse words, and that's okay. The reason you can't say the F and the S-word, as well as a couple of the C-words, is because uh, they're sexually related. So apparently it's okay to say some words that, you know, some uh, syllables in certain orders and some letters yep. ordered in certain ways. But the ones that have to do with bodily functions are apparently really dangerous to children. And, you know, the, the craziest part of this um, is that, you know, it's they, you can't say the F-bomb or the S-bomb because little children might hear it. However, it's okay for the government to mortgage their future by fighting wars today and by, uh, you know, the stimulus package and all that stuff. So it's okay for the government to impoverish these children before they've ever worked a day in their life. Sure. Well, that's for but the children. But you can't say crap in front it's, of them. Well, they're being impoverished for their own good. It's so the government can take care of them when no, they no, get older. No, 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 no. The government can't take care of crap. The government's bankrupt today. The government... I don't... I don't but they're going to take care of people. That's how what are they, they going to do that? They're going to take more money from the generations... How can they are, possibly take more money? They're well, already taking something more, like 60% from the average person. They'll get... They'll figure it out. They're going to print it out if they have to. But you can't print it out. It has to come from something of value. Right. All, well, the, the, rich all the printing we'll does, the rich people. The, the rich people are getting taxed at a higher rate than the poor people. I'll tax them some more. Well, uh, look, I'd rather the kids hear some S-bombs and some F-bombs and have a chance of living a life, you know, free to earn money rather than the government mortgaging their future, running around the world killing people. I'm, of course, playing the role of the statist. I don't believe any of that nonsense. Well, uh, the, yeah, the, the, I mean, it's, that's just how ludicrous it is. You couldn't even do it. It's so ludicrous. They could save some money by cutting the FCC. Sure they could. The FCC is not even close. Let's go after the Federal Reserve. That would be better. Yeah. 
The law allows administrative change uh, agencies to change their policies. It, though, does not permit them to make policy choices for purely political reasons, nor to rest them primarily upon unexplained policy preferences. But he was in the dis- that uh, guy that wrote that was in the dissenting opinion, so I guess that his what he has to say doesn't really matter that much. Their decision was the first Supreme Court ruling since 1978. It's been 31 years addressing federal anti-indecency policy for broadcast companies, which face greater government regulation than cable networks. In the case three decades ago, the court upheld a fine against a radio station that had aired the comedian George Carlin's filthy words monologue in the middle of the afternoon. In that ruling, the uh, the court specifically noted that the FCC was not sanctioning the occasional expletive. In the new ruling Tuesday, justices expanded the grounds of the 1978 case to give regulators more latitude over dirty words on the airwaves. Scalia emphasized the FCC's concern for what children hear. At one point, he, in rejecting the broadcaster's contention that the FCC failed to provide evidence that one-time expletives harm children, he said, it suffices to know that children mimic behavior they observe. I think that that's true that children do, but you know, it's our job to stop them from experiencing. It. I, the 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 point that I'd like to make on that is I really don't think that I mean these these fleeting things. I mean, does a kid really have the chance to mimic the word that he heard one time? Maybe I'm assuming that this kid sure. has never heard the f bomb or ever heard the s bomb. I, I, you know, I remember the first time I experienced somebody spelled it for me. One of my friends spelled it. You know what the worst word is? F. And, you know, they, they spelled it out for me. And I'm like, uh, that doesn't even sound right. This Supreme Court guys must be really concerned about the whole Internet thing because uh, kids, I'm sure, are not having a tough time finding these words online. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Talk Live, your show. You dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. We've got archives, an entire year's worth of the show, front page of the website. Right there, you click, download, they are yours. Going back for a year free at freetalklive.com. Dot com. Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Termco Life Insurance Agency, protecting your family against financial loss due to an untimely death. Call Termco at 1-800-493-7712. Termco Life Insurance Agency, 800-493-7712. Get your family protected. 800-259-9231 is our number. You dial in if you are in favor of the FCC uh, being able to charge radio stations thousands upon thousands of dollars, which inevitably all that results in is uh, if the station stays in business, raising advertising rates to their advertisers because they got to pay those that bill somehow. And so that's just that just means that the mom and pop businesses that might be advertising on that radio station are going to have a tougher time in this down economy buying advertising, which they need to do if they want to stay in business during a difficult economy. So this which is just they'll have to then pass the, ca- the 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 costs on onto to the, the customer, people, the customers, and it makes it essentially this is just another step in corporatizing America. It drives out the little guys, whether that little guy is uh, running a radio station or whether that little guy is uh, running the store that advertises on the radio station. And it makes it more difficult for the consumer to buy at small places. They have to buy at uh, big places, corporatizing America, bigger and bigger. So there's a little bit more to this story, and then we're going to get to your phone calls. But if you're in favor of the government controlling certain speech, 
And I guess if you're in favor of them controlling some speech, then by proxy you should be in favor of them controlling whatever speech they want to. Because in this case, they're arbitrarily deciding that some syllables put together in certain order should be uh, verboten, should be forbidden, should be prohibited. And they're backing it up here. The Supreme Court basically saying to the FCC that, yeah, go ahead, find all those stations that you want to, cash in, ring the cash register. Uh, but there's a little bit more to this story, and that is that the Supreme Court refused to rule on the constitutionality of the issue. Indeed, the uh, Second Circuit apparently didn't rule directly on the First Amendment question, so the original court that heard this didn't rule on that. And so similarly, I guess that means that the Supreme Court had no obligation to rule. I don't know exactly how their whole system works, uh, but clearly, you know, they're not jumping up to start saying, oh, that's unconstitutional too, by the way. We'd just like to rule on this. They're just keeping quiet and, oh, we're only going to rule on what we're, you know, what you twist our arm into ruling, uh, our arm into ruling on. Uh, the, so the Second Circuit Court didn't directly rule on the First Amendment question, yet strongly suggested the policy might be unconstitutional. Now, that matter could be subject to further litigation. The Supreme Court case was argued on November 4th, while broadcasters said the new FCC po- uh, policy chilled free speech. Groups such as the Parents Television Council... Let me stop down for just a moment and tell you who these people are. The PTC, Parents Television Council, as we reported a couple years ago on this show, and I doubt the statistics have changed much since then, but as of a couple years ago, the PTC was the primary organization through which complaints registered with the FCC are coming. So basically what they do is it's a group of busybodies that have busybodies all over the country that are subscribers to their email list, basically, or they get their newsletter. And then uh, when they want to activate their uh, their busybody activists, they send out something and they'll say, well, we heard that, uh, you know, so-and-so said the F-bomb on this radio station at this time in this city, and we want you to complain about it. So they send that out, and then their uh, their members will, in turn, use some probably some online page on their site to write a letter to the FCC complaining about whatever the incident right. might These have been. These are people, you know, traditionalists that are concerned that the the world that that America is being uh, turned over to Satan, and uh, that we're you know that uh, being turned into a country of the devil by you know gay people or whomever it is that they yeah think whatever that, nonsense they're believing right whatever that is and and you know I can I to some extent I can understand where they're coming from. But talk about just slicing the nose off of a hydra. I mean, let's. let's I mean, what a waste of time. Stick your sword through the heart of the problem. The heart of the problem is the government is is doing this. The government is the one that's destroying the family through these social welfare yeah. programs that uh, incentivize women to have children out of wedlock. Don't worry about what the heck they're saying on TV. Well, I can tell you some of the government bureaucrats themselves have some nasty mouths on them. Of course. Uh, but, I love the uh, picture on the the internet where you can get with George Bush, you know, good old Christian George Bush, flipping the camera oh, off yeah. on multiple That's occasions. Great. That's great. Oh, yeah, and of course, uh, politicians are caught frequently when they think a microphone is turned off saying all kinds of filthy words. Well, on both sides, right? Republicans and Democrats have all been caught with nasty mouths. So, But the Parents Television Council is responsible for something like 99.8% of all of the complaints registered with the FCC. So this is the organization to be dealing with. These are the people that are causing the problems. These are the these few people are the source of all of the fines that are being handed out by the FCC. Yes. And well, well, one could argue that the FCC is the real root of the problem because then these busy if there wasn't an FCC, true. 
these busybodies would have no way of really right. challenging the radio station. Well, this is an effect. This is an effective group of busybodies, um, and, and it only makes sense in, in in the age of the internet that they, we, we would have a more effective group of busybodies. In the same way, have we have a more effective group of liberty activists? Yeah, we've been very. If effective it wasn't this for week. The, the the Parents Television Council, there would be something else, um, some other organization of busybodies, or two or three, that would st- still be just as effective in doing this. What bothers me about this is that. It doesn't have to be true. Largely, radio stations don't have recordings of what it is that they air. Mm-hmm. I, 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 do you do you know of any radio station that has a recording of what it airs? Well, we record Honor, every show on Free Talk Live. That's not a. We are not a radio no, station. Um, so, you know, a radio station is is at the mercy of these people making the uh, the reportings, and that's what's really wrong here. Is that well, Your Honor? Here is the time in question. Let's listen to this hour. Everybody here in the courtroom can listen to this hour of broadcast. You tell me if you hear any expletives. Now, how they would prove that that's that hour, I don't know. That's not, that would be my problem. But they don't have that. So somebody says that there's a bad word has been said, and then that's it. So I agree with you, Nick, that obviously the FCC is the problem, but we know they're not going to go away tomorrow. And, of course, the PTC isn't going away tomorrow either. But it's just interesting to observe that most people aren't complaining to the FCC. Most people are. Most people don't care. Right. They don't care. If they don't like what they hear, they're going to turn off the station, call the advertisers or whatever. And it's indeed market pressures that are keeping broadcasters in line more so than anything else. If if I'm an advertiser and I don't like what I'm hearing on the station I'm advertising on, I'm going to call them up and I'm going to let them know I'm disappointed with them. And similarly, as a as a listener, if I don't like what the the content is, I'm ch- changing the station or calling to uh, to complain about it. And those are the the two market pressures that are really kind of keeping radio stations in check because even though you could dodge around uh, the the curse words, you can still have very explicit adult content. Uh, You can be talking about very adult things on the radio, but that's okay as long as you don't curse, as long as you don't utter certain expletives. It's really frustrating to be dealing with this. Well, anyway, the, uh, the PTC counters that broadcast television is uniquely available to children compared with cable, and should be protected from indecent outbursts. How can they even make that argument? Yeah, that's... uh, How is it uniquely available to children? I mean, you're assuming that children care one whit about broadcast television? Are they saying it's easier for kids to get rabbit ears and attach those to the back of their uh, their television than it Uh, is to get a cable extension? Just about every room in America has a a cable outlet in it. Right. I mean, it's ludicrous that they can even make that argument, but hey... Here we are. They did, and the Supreme Court ruled in their favor. It's Free Talk Live. Hey, the other day I bought my first firearm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. At 357? Next. I even got a $5 good guy discount. Nice. All I had to do was sign up for the military. Sign what? Huh? This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give away the features, including the bulletin board system with over 450,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. 
Audible.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audiobooks, magazines, radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. You can try them out by downloading a free audiobook at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. I mean, what more do you want? It's a free book. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash FTL for your free audiobook today. As we continue here, we're going to take your phone calls about what you want. Uh, John Shaw is on the line. Really? He is the producer, director, Think Twice News, a brand new uh, program available on YouTube, uh, which is featuring me, actually, and Gardner Goldsmith as well uh, as vocal assistants. Uh, We were interviewed for the first news report that Think Twice News has done, and John's here to tell us a little bit about it. John. John, I I noticed who was conspicuously absent from the audio there (laughs) on your little uh, video. (laughs) I hope you guys are well tonight. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I did the little uh, cheesy ad at the beginning and uh, uh, had the last word before the end credits, but uh, uh, yeah, I didn't have a good enough microphone to, to get it. Oh, 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 no, you no, think John, I don't care anything about you. Yeah, you thought he was talking about you, John. He was talking about himself. Oh, oh, I see. Well, you know, somebody somebody in the mix didn't uh, get a hold of you, it appears. Uh, so it would appear. Uh, um, I'd like to point out that John is also the uh, moderator extraordinaire of uh, the BBS at freetalklive.com. He, he is he is the troll tender, as it were. <laughs> so what is yeah, Think Twice well, News, John? Uh, uh, well, we're we're basically uh, trying to put a, you know, a production company together, and we wanted to do a, a slightly different take on... Uh, your 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 typical kind of libertarian news story. Um, we wanted to inject some humor into the mix because the one thing I've seen that uh, uh, it's really easy to get wrapped up in, in in our anger at the way things are today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really think that uh, uh, entertaining people and entertaining people in a lighthearted way is uh, is a market that can be filled. Great, and I know that uh, our buddy Jason from Cycle CAI is heavily involved with this particular organization. You guys have teamed up with uh, somebody else who I'm not familiar with, and yeah, Edwin Mudge. Um, yeah we uh, we basically kind of put together a little think tank a while back, uh, talking about different things we could do. And uh, considering that most of my uh, educational career was centered around film, and I hadn't done anything uh, with it in years, it was it was time to go ahead and and take another risk with it, you know, and. Uh, I think I think it's turned out well so far. Uh, we're going to keep we're going to keep this thing going. I think. Well, excellent. Now, how can people go? I mean, besides, okay. Well, first of all, I've posted the video to the front page of freetalklive.com, so that's probably the easiest way uh, to see it if you're you know getting this show live or within the next several days. Uh, but over time, that's going to get shoved off the front page of freetalklive.com eventually. But sure. what's the easiest way for people to find uh, your news package? Think Twice News. As of tonight, uh, it would be our YouTube channel, Think Twice News, all one word. Uh, thinktwicenews.com is up and running. Okay. All it has right now is an informational page because I was too busy making this thing to uh, put a website together yet. But there is contact information if uh, people go to that website as well. Okay, now I mean I hope we're not jumping the gun here and talking about something that is you know going to come out with one episode and then fizzle out. I mean I know that Jason Osborne from Sakel CAI when he gets behind something he's pretty serious about it. Uh, but how often are you looking at publishing? I mean is it going to be a weekly uh, thing, once a month or yeah, what? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do probably three nights a week. Uh, oh wow! The uh, the uh, goal is uh, three nights a week. We're going to mix it up though. We're going to have a real news story once a week. We're going to probably do some sort of mockumentary, uh, satirical uh, thing once a week, and then we're going to do a straight fiction piece, uh, serialized 
uh, films once a week. Uh, that's oh, the goal. Um, so we'll be doing, yeah, we'll be basically doing a web type serial that, uh, when each uh, season is complete, will be available on a DVD or something along that line. Wow, that's uh, fantastic. We'll, we'll definitely be doing a, a straight news story. This first one, I really wanted to pull out all the punches, so I did it more in a documentary style and really went to town. Uh, the subsequent ones will probably more of a, a, a better put together talking head anchor type news story. We had uh, talked you know, about uh, the the tea parties quite a bit on this show. Obviously, it's it's been big news recently. All of the uh, the tax day tea parties that went on last week or a couple weeks ago or at, at this point. And we'd mentioned Jason uh, Jason Osborne from Sakel CAI had thrown his own tea party in Defiance, Ohio. That's where he's based out of at this time. And we'd we'd praised him for for taking the uh, the tea party idea and making sure it had a real hardcore voluntarist uh, message involved in it. And indeed, he was actually speaking at his own party. And so you get to see some of the footage of Jason's speech, which seemed to be great. I mean, from the excerpts I saw in this uh, first edition of uh, of Think Twice News, and uh, that's one of the reasons I think alone to to go and see it because he did a great job. Oh, he blew it away, man, didn't he? Yeah, it was something else. So uh, com yeah. is the place for people to go. They can see that. I've already subscribed. It's on my YouTube subscription list, so whenever something new pops up, uh, I'll be I'll be taking a look at it. And again, it's on the front page at freetalklive.com at the moment. Uh, so great. I mean, I think it's fantastic. The more liberty-oriented media out there, the better. You mentioned that there was going to be a serialized fiction uh, story coming out. Is that going to have any uh, overarching uh, liberty-oriented themes, or is it just going to uh, be well, whatever? We'd like to shoot for. Um, we're going to try. We're going to work on getting the rights to it. Uh, we're, we wanted to shoot for doing a serialized version of uh, Robert Heinlein's uh, "The Moon Is a Harsh Mistress." Uh, mm-hmm. That's the original goal. If if we go with something more, uh, uh, if we can't get that, we'll go with something uh, more original uh, rather than a, uh, a translated piece. So no. that's the that's the upfront goal. So and that's pretty pretty hard libertarian. Basically, uh, the American Revolution pulled on the moon. Essentially. So, is there any possibility you guys are going to be able to turn a profit on this, or is this just going to be something that Jason is uh, dumping his uh, personal finances into? <laughs> well, so <laughs> he does far, love that. Uh, we're, we, we've put no money into it other than a, a, a few bucks here and there out of my pocket. Um, but uh, the goal is to uh, sell advertising, the goal is to sell hmm. DVDs, and uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, we're not going to continue it forever if we can't turn a buck. So. Okay, great. Well, good to know you guys are, are working on that uh, behind the scenes because obviously we want things like this, if they're good, and it seems to be good so far, uh, to continue on into the future in perpetuity. So, uh, yeah, I, guys, I, any I, questions I for John it. now that we have him here? Sounds good. I mean, uh, what? so uh, as far as subscribers go, any kind of uh, goals that you you know expect to meet at the, in the first month, end of uh, six months, that kind of thing? Um, we... We want to have something that's uh, liberty-friendly, but also accessible. I guess the word, uh, there's no real word for it, but secular, you know, that other people can see and, and enjoy as well. Um, and hopefully uh, we can integrate a mass market appeal, appeal to the freedom message and get as many people as possible. As of right now, I mean, we've got, we've got 300 hits in the first six hours. Um, the word spread pretty quickly. People, uh, very few uh, negative criticisms of the uh, piece and uh, I think it's a good start. Um yeah, I would love to I would love to have a, several thousand people seeing this thing, you know, several times a week. That would be our goal. And if uh if if we make uh if we make sure that the quality is there, the people will come. 
So and that is something to, to, that's worth mentioning, that there is quality there. Uh, it is available in HD, YouTube now with an HD option, and apparently you have an HD camera, so you've been piecing that uh, your video together in HD, and I imagine that's going to continue. So I don't know how many people have the equipment that can handle viewing HD video, but it's it's there for you if you want to watch it that way. Absolutely, but you want to have the best quality product, and if, if nobody else is doing it, then I'm going to fill that niche. Great. Fantastic. John Shaw, keep up the great work. Good hearing from you. Thanks for calling tonight to talk about your new, uh, so much, your new efforts. And, and, of course, thank you for including Free Talk Live, uh, or at least a portion of uh, yeah. Free Talk Live. Thanks, hosts. John. <laughs> in, the, in the interviews. Uh, Mark, maybe they'll uh, extend the invitation to you next time. Nobody wants to hear you. Crap. All right, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Still to come, this weekend we talked about... An article from a drug warrior. Well, we talked about getting to it, but we never got to it. So maybe we'll get to that tonight. A drug warrior who is steeped in the war on drugs, who is in favor of continuing the crackdown on our friends and family members. We'll see what he has to say for himself and talk to you about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in and bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. It's easy. Just go to promote.freetalklive.com. One of the, well, actually, it's one way for you to get a whole list of ways to get this show into more ears all across the Internet, all around the world, uh, around the country, on different radio stations. You can help us out. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. Again, promote dot freetalklive.com as we go to your phone calls let's talk to brandon in oklahoma brandon you are on free talk live with ian nick and mark hello brandon what's on your mind tonight sir i was just wondering about the bilderbergers what about them well it seems that uh it seems that they're well putting the the swine flu in mexico Okay, the so swine you, flu is the Bilderbergers. You believe that uh, the Bilderbergers, which is, from my understanding, a, a group of the world elite that meets up on a yearly basis to talk about, I don't know, controlling the world or whatever it is they talk about. Maybe they talk about, uh, I don't know, food. Who knows what they get together? Because it's a secret meeting. We don't know what they they actually discuss. Uh, but a lot of people believe that you know they're plotting to control mankind, exterminate the uh, the you know ninety percent of the the Earth's population. There are all kinds of uh, conspiracy theories out there about them. But you believe that these uh, men and women have placed the swine flu for the purpose of what? Well, uh, fear, fear mongering. Okay. Well, uh, it just take I, attention off of us. Or take attention off of them so they can do whatever they want to do. I can understand, you know, perhaps why they might in a uh, sick, convoluted way want to do that. My question is, did they do it um, during the yellow fever epidemic in the early, uh, in the late 1800s? Um, I'm thinking around the early 1900s. Is that those, the yellow flu epidemic? I'm sorry. Uh, the influenza? Well, there was a there was a world. There's flu been a in lot of plagues. Yeah, there's been a lot of plagues. Have they done them all? I do not believe that. I okay, believe the, uh, I, I don't kind I kind of don't see how different you know diseases come together from different parts of the world and show up in different places at the 
you know, the right time. Well, we've got a very uh, mobile world that we didn't used to have before. I mean, one of the things that used to separate diseases were mountains and uh, the, the stretch stretches that between cities, but now people fly in planes and stuff. Well, why would there be planes flying over Mexico leaving chemtrails every other day? Oh, this so you think indeed. that the disease came from the chemtrails? Yes. Okay, well, the chemtrails, um, suppose, if you believe in chemtrails, they've been around for a long time, years now. Why did they start, uh, you know, dropping swine flu now? Well, it's the, it's perfect time. They they build us up, and then they break us down, and then they give us... They build us up, and they break us down. Well, that, you didn't answer his question. Mark is asking you... If it's true that there are chemtrails, and I don't believe for a moment uh, that there are such uh, that there are things like that. I mean, there have been instances. I think of, the government's trying to play with the weather. I mean, I'm sure. I think, why I think there have been instances of the government spraying things. There was a malathion spray back when we lived down in Florida, but that was no secret. Everybody knew what was going on there. It was quite obvious they were spraying something. What you're claiming is that what most people look up in the sky and see as contrails following planes are actually, and uh, you're claiming, are deadly chemicals or poisonous chemicals being sprayed across the populations. And Mark is saying that these chemtrail supporters, as it sounds like you're one of them, uh, the chemtrail believers believe that they've been spraying for a long, long time, decades perhaps, uh, if not certainly years. So why is it that now you're saying that they're activating the flu? You're saying that they've been spraying this whole time, but it hasn't done anything up until now? Is that what you're getting at, caller? Uh, yes, because, well, in, in New Mexico, they... They reported sightings of people before the pandemic broke out that they were hovering in helicopters and whatever, telling them that if they have any kind of flu symptoms, run to the hospital as soon as possible. What is that? Well, I, didn't, I didn't hear that story, but, you know, I, well, wait, I think how that does that some... answer the question. Well, it's. It doesn't even come close to answering the question you know, of why now as opposed to, uh, to in the there's past. There's some real problems with this. You know that bad things have happened in the world before the Bilderbergers came along. But now it seems as though I get a call whenever something bad happens about the Bilderbergers doing it. Uh, don't you think that bad things can just happen without the Bilderbergers being there? I mean, aren't the Bilderbergers and, and their, their ilk busy enough skimming off all the money from the Federal Reserve uh, and the IMF and all these organizations that they're in charge of that they don't need to, to uh, spread disease amongst the population? I mean, I think that you do, I think you do far, more, far, far more damage to the cause of trying to get rid of the group that you're talking about the world by needs. saying that they're spreading diseases and well, controlling the weather and things like that because people don't, because that sounds paranoid and nuts. Why are they so bad at it, too? I mean, if these Bilderbergers are so evil, and so masterful in their uh, their plotting, right? Why is it that they haven't managed to really sicken a significant amount of people? I mean, we had somebody call in the other day saying... Nobody's that died in America from the swine flu? They, well, they, they called in the other day to say that. that the amount of people that have died from this are equivalent or less than the amount of people that die every day in car crashes in America. So, I mean, if, they're in, if they have uh, essentially engineered some sort of new uh, bug, some super bug or something like that, it, it certainly doesn't seem very super. You'd think they could do a better job if they're it's their if it's their intention to wipe out a certain percentage of uh, the population then why not make it a little bit more oh, i don't know, give it a little more oomph give it a little more kick yeah well i don't, I don't see how it could be knocking out 18 to 25 year olds without it actually having a little bit of kick but it hasn't wiped out anyone in america yet uh 
Not that I've not that I've read. No, no, it hasn't. Um, Why see, start with Mexico? Now, here's you haven't we haven't addressed the issue that I brought up though. Okay, good. Bilderberger's bad, right? So they say. Yes. Okay, Bilderberger's bad, and Bilderberger's run the the, the world banks and um, the world monetary system, right? Yes. And we want to get the Bilderbergers out of the world monetary system, right? Yes, because the NWO. So, wait, 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 wait. wait. Um, I, I got, I've got a line of uh, questioning here. We've got a flow chart going, all right? Now, if you want to get the Bilderbergers out of the world monetary system, you need to be pointing out how they're involved in that and not spreading lies or things that can't be proven about what it is that they're doing otherwise. I mean, it's bad enough that they're controlling the world's monetary system and through inflation, taxing the labor of every man, woman, and child on the planet and enslaving us all in that fashion that we don't need to tell stories about how they're using ray guns to change the weather and to affect the, uh, the, you know, the, the world's atmosphere and how they're releasing um, you know, viruses and things like that. To me... What that would say to me is that somebody that might be spreading rumors like that on a national radio st- show might work for the Bilderbergers. No, no, negative. Well, do you <laughs> understand the problem with what you're saying then? You're obfuscating the issue. No, I'm, I'm more observing and kind of... You're not observing anything. Right. You're drawing <laughs> you're putting together. You're, you're drawing a few minor little facts from all over well, and, 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 and pinning it on the group that you hate. It's, it's called by association, and you can, you can do that with anything. That's how... It's sometimes you come up with a good theory from that. I mean, that's how Newton came up with gravity. He saw an apple fall, decided, well, there must have been a force that made that apple fall, and he, he figured it out, but that you can come up with complete crap that way, too. So, you're more likely I mean, to come up with crap. I, 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 you really have to weigh, you know, the likelihood of the explanation. I mean, swine flu was around before. It's just they came up with vaccines for it. It's, swine flu's always been kind of nasty, and now we've got a new strain of swine flu. Uh, to me, it just seems more likely to explain this by saying that the disease mutated like diseases always do. Well, what, what if it's just a test, and then the reason why it hasn't killed a lot of people because why would you think it's a test by the Bilderbergers? <laughs> what logical? I mean, well, not not the Bilderbergers, just like what if it is? But what what leads you to believe that puppets. this was done by people, except for the like what leads you to the idea that this was done by people and is any different than any other disease? What's your start? How, how does that just pop up in different parts of the world? At That's same what happens. Time? They, We've they, got world well, travel, man. They, yeah, I mean, the, the, the regular influenza virus spreads the same way every year, and it is a global pandemic. It's just very low in its impact. But with air travel right now, I mean, I was out of the country. I was in Montreal this past weekend, and from what I understand, they're was a possible case there. So somebody flies from Mexico City to Montreal, it quickly spreads there, it gets to New Hampshire. I get, you know, theoretically, if I had gotten sick, I get some people sick here, and somebody hop from Keene hops on a plane to Brandon, thanks Scotland. For the call. I mean, it, it it happens every year with the regular flu virus. See, this is where this is this is where the uh, the conspiracy theorists go off the tracks. Way off the tracks. Off the tracks. Now. I'll I'll go with you that there's a world group of bankers. I'll go with you maybe that you know their names. Okay, I'll get I'll get I'll go that far. However, when you blame 
every problem that ever comes up in the news on that group of world bankers, you're screwing the pooch by making it, you know, confusing people on the issue. If you'd stick to the issue of the world monetary system and how it's controlled by world bankers, you'd be in a heck of a lot better shape. I think you're right, Mark. He's a Bilderberger uh, agent. He's just confused by the Bilderberger agents who are dis- uh, disseminating this information. Maybe he's been poisoned by the chemtrails <laughs> into believing in, I don't know. It's crazy. 800 259 Hour 2 is coming up. Free Talk Live. These are challenging times. Inflation, job security, political and financial uncertainty affect us all. Now more than ever, it's important to review your life insurance needs should something happen to you. Experts agree. Most families should have life insurance protection of 10 times their income. The great news is life insurance rates have never been this low. When you call Termco, Gil Edwards will tell you how affordable term life insurance can be. Gil specializes in saving people money on top-rated term life insurance. Find out if you're paying too much or if you don't have enough. Ask about the new return of premium plans, which return your entire premium back to you after 20 or 30 years, tax-free, guaranteed. Your family's protected either way. Get the best coverage with Termco at the lowest possible rate. Call Termco for a free no-obligation quote. Call 800-493-7712. 800-493-7712. That's 800-493-7712. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You dial toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231 as we launch here into hour number two of the program. Ian joining you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features and we give them all away. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. Ours is free at freetalklive.com. Though it's not the only free talk show website out there. Nick's got his own. It's freemindstv.com. Nick is the host of Free Minds TV and Free Minds Radio, or rather one of the hosts. Toby, who is his co-host, was here with us last week, which was nice. And uh, you guys have free audio and free video. And both. blogs now. We're Ooh, that's right. You guys were talking about that this weekend. You've already launched that? Uh, yeah, we've got a few articles up there. So Great. we're going to be updating that. There's no set schedule, but um, there's going to be some kind of written news pieces going up a few times a week at the very least. So if not every day, every couple of days. That way there's new content instead of just the latest episode of Free Minds TV and Free Minds Radio. Excellent. I will have to make a point of uh, checking that out so I can add it to my handy-dandy Google homepage aggregator thing. Uh, so head over to freemindstv.com. Get more of Nick and Toby and Free Minds TV and radios. We continue with your phone calls. Michael is on the line watching the webcam. Michael, hey. you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? It blew a cover. Who blew whose cover? What? Last guy. Last guy. Didn't he imply that you were part of the Bilderbergers or something? Oh, no, I don't think he implied that. We actually implied that he might have been part of it, but we were kind of joking about that. You can't, 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 can't necessarily maintain. All right, that's, uh, you, slow I down. Work. Calm <laughs> down. Hold on a second. I don't okay, understand. I did saying. not understand a word of what you just said. It's gibberish. Don't worry about that. Okay, thanks for the call. 800. <laughs> I'm not worried. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 
Well, I mean, that's that's basically what it sounds like when someone starts yammering about uh, the chemtrail nonsense and all of the other uh, conspiracy crack pottery or uh, fringer stuff that we hear about, unfortunately, uh, so often on this program. I mean, it is Free Talk Live. You can call in and talk about anything, no matter how crazy it might sound. And we were still discussing this during the break, and as you pointed out, Nick, I mean, just to, to blame everything that's wrong with the, the, the world on one group of, uh, of men, uh, and I guess there are a handful of women in the Bilderbergers as well, but to, to blame everything on them is just, I mean, they, you're not even putting any time into thinking. You're just... It's not rational thought. Yeah. It's just... It's not. I mean, I I think I will agree that you know there is a group that you know they of rich and powerful men. Yeah, uh, you know they're in finance or in politics, the media. They you know they've been labeled the Bilderberg Group, so those are the Bilderbergers. And I think that they do. You know, they control so many focal points of power. The fact that they're meeting is cause for concern, and I think that they, you know that group is largely behind things like the Council on Foreign Relations, but. That doesn't mean that they control everything from the weather to the right. latest flu strain this because year. Because if I tell you that the the Rockefellers are uh, controlling the world monetary system and uh, they're in, in the process of impoverishing the, the the planet, the very the you know the United States in order to bring it down, in order to bring a you know one world government or whatever it is that they plan, um, okay. Like, somebody might be able to believe that. But when I start throwing in, oh, yeah, and they got this big, giant wah-wah machine in Alaska that controls the weather. And uh, don't forget that they're, yep, don't forget that they're, they're all the diseases we've had, that's them, too. And, and the buildings that have gotten right. blown up in the last few decades, that's them. And, you know, everything, everything. Then, then you start getting, people are going to start to get incredulous, okay? I want you to go I'm incredulous. and look up the word incredulous and then you will find out that if you believe all those stories what you're not so let's go to the next step on this discussion though and that is that even if these things were true even if it was all the Bilderbergers what are you going to do about it I mean if they're that powerful if they're that in control what do you think you're going to change by calling a radio show and saying, I've determined that the Bilderbergers are behind this swine flu. The Bilderbergers are doing everything. You know, they're meeting every year, and we need to put a stop to this. Even if you're trying you to get, do? Even if you're trying to get the word out, then you're going to do that best by not focusing on the extraneous stuff. Yeah, the, the, the fringer stuff. The, right. The if, stuff. if you focus on, look, the Bilderbergers, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, or what? You, you pick your name of this, this group of people. Um, you know, they control the world monetary system. That's where they get their money and power from. When you're talking about their, them uh, introducing the swine flu, whether you believe that nonsense or not, then you're getting away from the main point, and you're going to make it so that people don't believe your main point, and you're therefore perpetuating the problem that you're trying to solve. I don't know how they're trying to solve it. I mean, well, you're trying to solve it by get the word out. If everybody called a radio show and said, "Look, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, and the Bilderbergers are controlling the world monetary system, and here's how they did it: they're doing it through the Federal Reserve, which is the world world's reserve currency that is being used um, by the IMF and the CFR, and da da da." Mm -hmm. Like you could you could rattle that baby off in three minutes. Yeah, you might be able to make a story that people get. Sure. 
If you start throwing in wah-wah machines that control the weather in Alaska... And if, owl and, statues. And, and, right. You, you start throwing all that crap in, that's when people start going, oh, man, this well, is nuts. And when you go that far down... You're absolutely right. And when you start going down that crazy fringe rabbit hole, you also start going down at, at a similar uh, rate to the uh, the world of hopelessness, the world of despair. Because if they're that powerful, if they're that controlling, if everything is their fault, then there's no hope whatsoever. There's nothing that you could possibly do to change it. Well, but if if all you're if all you're saying is that uh, these are the mon- you know this is the monetary system these uh, bankers set up, it's uh, inflation. It allows inflation to print the money out, and that steals money from everybody else. What we need is an alternative money system, and you start presenting solutions along with the problem, which is some one of the things we try to do on this show is to say, okay, here's what the problem. Problem is government's a problem, solution free market. Here's the problem, solution liberty. You know, we we have solution free mar- uh, free state project. Move together, get active. So we have solutions for all this. But if the problem is poisoning, flus, uh, outbreaks, all kinds of you know problems that are way beyond the ability Fluoride, of us to do anything trails. about, you you are uh, in the world of complete and total hopelessness and despair, which is where conspiracy theorists end up. They don't. There's nothing that they can do besides you know print out DVD. DVDs and hand them out to their friends. It seems to be their solution and call radio shows. And how is that going to stop the world elite? Well, it won't, but I don't know that everyone who's into the conspiracy theory community is really interested in necessarily changing the system because I think that a lot of them have come to the conclusion that the group is too powerful to challenge. That's what I'm saying. It's and, hopeless. And a lot of the focus for, uh, for some of the people involved in this who, who really buy into the chemtrails and all, you know, the one world government that's coming and the martial law is that they're just going to try to prepare for it and stock up Hunker on... down. Right. They're going right. to stock up on canned food and water and gas masks and go hide in a cabin. How many more breaths can they take? And, right. That's let's extend the amount of breathing we can do. Right. <laughs> which doesn't seem to have very much purpose if... In the end, the you know the global elite are going to win anyway. Right. What are you going to do? Hide in a cabin until you run out of food? What and good then, is that? I guess. I guess it, yourself. I guess it makes a certain amount of sense. It's it's sort of we talk about termco life life insurance on the show, and it's a good way to protect your family in case something bad happens. I suppose that you can go a little farther than that and say it's a good idea to have a certain amount of canned food in the basement and be ready for these things. It's probably a good and and then the next step is well, it's probably a good idea to have a, an extra piece of property with a bunker. Then that's full of canned <laughs> food, and then you know like the ne- yeah. the next step. The next step, the next step, and you know, I mean, but the question is, how far down the road of preparedness do you, do you need to be? Yeah, and maybe some of these stories are started that you know that, that people believe um, by the by the people that sell the stuff that that gets one prepared. I don't know. It's just a thought, right? Well, yeah, I guess. If I you're... mean, who's going to benefit from bunker building? Bunker salespeople. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You guys are uh, welcome to comment on this. I just, uh, I, it's the further down that hole you go, the closer you get to total and complete despair and uh, complete hopelessness and believing that nothing can change. So why bother? And I think that's a real bad place to be. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Because if that's what you believe, why are you bothering? Why are you bothering calling and talking about it? Why are you bothering telling other people and passing out DVDs and doing all the things you're doing? If you want to answer that, 800-259-9231 or bring up anything. This is Free.
Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves toll free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It is Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And features include the live streams. We've got a broadband version, dial-up version, webcam, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. The uh, principal over at SACL CAI, Jason Osborne, is a huge advocate of liberty, as uh, as, as you heard uh, earlier this evening. He's uh, started his own uh, news network on YouTube, Think Twice News. What's the website for that, Ian? Do you remember? Uh, thinktwicenews.com, I believe. I've not been to that page. but I haven't uh, checked it out yet either. It's, it's kind of new, brand new news for me, but... Uh, you know, if you like Liberty and you have a company, Jason Osborne and uh, SACL CAI would be the people that handle your accounts receivable. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. Sure can, as we're going to go to your phone calls here and talk to Pam. Ladies first, Pam in Wisconsin, you're on Free Talk Live. I just want to let everybody know this uh, flu uh, pandemic is really going to affect our country. They're going to start shutting the ports Wait, down. Okay, what's so the definition start- of a pandemic? Well, pandemic is a, well, their third pandemic that they've created. They will create an Who is they? Pardon? Who is they? That's the evil empire that's controlling the world right now. So the, you uh, believe the uh, the, the flu is created? The Illuminati now behind it. Now, uh, you gotta mention, I forgot, now, forgot to mention no, them. Let, are let the Bilderbergers, no, 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 are, no, no, hold on now, Pam, are the Bilderbergers also the Illuminati or are those two separate groups? It's a collection of people. The Illuminati are the fallen angels. The Illuminati is fallen actually angels. the hand of Satan in the Bible. The Rothschilds are the hmm. red shield of Satan in the Bible. The Vatican is the synagogue of Satan. The Talmudic Jews ruled the world with the Vatican as the shadow government, and uh, Prince Charles. Wait a minute! Wait, wait! What it about the Jews? Comes back it's to the, the Jews. Jews huh? you know? So are you? Are, no, no, are you a bigot? Don't time out here. Okay. It's, that's people who claim to be Jewish but who are not the false Jews, the Talmudic Jews, the so Ashkenazi, there's some real, okay. the uh, Khazarian. Okay. Hmm. But no, it's not okay. Now listen, don't quit interrupting, please. I'm going to tell you something. My YouTube account at Peace Now White Dove. They are now preventing me from sending and receiving messages. YouTube is preventing you. Who's preventing you? YouTube can't get any. All my all my correspondence has been deleted. Pam, what are are we going to do if the if the if the Illuminati and the uh, Talmudic Jews or whatever (laughs) control the internet? What are we going to do? Of course, they have a back door to the internet. No one has a secure site. How does Alex Jones get his stuff out then? Well, it's a different. A different portion. If you go into the spiritual realm a of what's really portion. going on here, what? the spiritual, the spiritual, the force of good and evil. Wait wait wait, 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 wait. When you say it's a different portion, what are you talking about? Because Alex doesn't go into the deep truth of what's going on. So he doesn't dig d- uh, deep enough. So therefore, he's not a danger the to the world. Evil the conspiracy. That's going to be occurring very near in the near, very near. Wait, future. what is? The spiritual warfare. What the is angels that? Angels against the demons. Angels against demons. Now, what is that yes. going to be like? Well, let me just finish. Let me, please, let me finish. I we have to ask questions a, to understand I what know, you're saying, Pam. You have to let people talk. We're, okay? We've been talking with you and, for several minutes I now. Have Alex Jones, Michael Tazarian, David Wilcock. Bunch of people Ron I don't Paul, know. Dennis Kucinich are people that all know he's here. And they all they have correspondence. Who with is me. he? Well, that's the big guy, Yahweh Jesus Christ. He's in Australia. Okay, he's in Australia that's, now. What? Where, yes. 
Wow. Okay, now I understand that you've got something. Pam, hey, Pam, I know you've got a lot to say, all right? And I want to have a conversation with you, okay? But you can't just go out there and throw out a claim like Jesus Christ is back and he's living in in, uh, in, uh, Australia. And Ron Paul knows it. And uh, and then expect us to just let you keep on talking without asking you for some clarification. Now, hell of a claim. Now, Jesus. That's funny. I've been invited by Dennis DeSantis to Ron Paul to various events. I met was at Dennis DeSantis' sister's funeral in Cleveland, Ohio, four months ago. Uh, the fact that you know politicians does not impress me, Pam. Now let's well, talk about Jesus coming what, back to uh, yeah, to the earth, because this is what a lot of Christians believe. They believe that there's going to be the return of uh, of the Jesus, yeah, and he's going to. in the world right now, folks. He's preparing the earth to change to heaven. Now what? Uh, what this is, is it right now? Because those fallen angels are in control. You know, have you have Prince Charles, who is Lucifer, who's the head of the International Freemasons. <laughs> you have. You have George Bush, the president who just stepped on George W. Bush. This is even more absurd yeah, than the claim that the Bilderbergers released the, uh, the swine flu. You've, you've made another big claim here, and I, I can't let you go any farther without asking some questions. My understanding of, of uh, Christianity is that, that uh, Satan is an angel, a fallen angel, right. and therefore right. incapable of creation. Only God is capable of creation. That's why we call him the creator. And therefore, Satan couldn't create a body in which to inhabit, um, like Prince Charles, uh, who mm. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a hell of a step to say that that. No, that, you've got to look at what you've been taught. What you've been in each the Freemasons. He's always the been Prince Charles. The Protestant faith. He didn't create it. The Desert Order of the Vatican trains the Islamic and the Catholic churches. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, right I'm now, really confused. Hold right on, now, hold, Pam. Wait. 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 Right Pam. 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 You need to slow down. Pam. If you want to understand how to communicate to people, it, it has, if, you, if you've got ideas you want to get out to people, you have to learn how to have a conversation with people and okay, answer their questions when one they have thing. them for you. Those so I'm going to ask you a question, Pam. Pam. Pam, you'll have enough time to talk, Pam. Pam, we're not going to hang up the phone on you. Just answer some questions. We need to get answers out of you. You said that that Jesus is back and he's living in Australia. What's your proof? He's got the videos on YouTube. The videos on YouTube? What do I search for? Jesus in Australia? No, he's got the Fibonacci numbers, the sacred gematria, the proofs of grace. How is that? <laughs> the pyramids, the how do I pyramids? find Jesus? Evidence of Jesus living in Australia. I want to know That's how Satan created his own we body. Get, we'll get to Prince Charles in a moment. Let's start with Jesus. Now you're telling me I can find a video of Jesus yeah, on videos, YouTube living in Australia. That he has made what? Is that book? He also has books at Lulu.com. Can you pause TV. for just a moment after I a- ask you a question sure. instead of talking I'm over sorry. the last few words that I say so I can't understand what a, you're saying, this Pam? This is what spirits people in the tribulation. This is the tribulation period right now. Is the Don't tribulation going to happen in the next five minutes? Do we have to rush this? <laughs> well, shut up. I've been tripping Alex Jones about him being here almost You're tripping here. on Alex Jones. I understand that. Now, listen. Pam. Yes. How do I find the video about Jesus being in Australia. What is the it videos. called? What? He, on YouTube, his site is Michelle Nye. N like Nancy, oh. Y like Yankee, E like Edward. Michelle Nye. Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Michelle? Right. And so then did Nye. Jesus come back as a woman, or did he come back as no. a guy with a woman's name? No, that's his wife, Mary Maitland. Oh. That was her previous married name. Jesus. Michelle? Australia. Yeah. Or now? Do, do you ever recall having deja vu in your life? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Like you've been the same spot before, or 
a situation where you encounter someone that you either have an extreme contempt immediately for or that No doubt about it. I, I've absolutely I mean, felt, I don't know about arrest it, but I have felt deja vu. That's because we're all reincarnated for perfection of soul. It was taken out of the Bible. The Bible has been added to and deleted from by the Freemasons, starting under the Vatican and the initial... We have so many more questions for Pam. Hang on. We are going to bring you back. I want you to slow down, though. She's got to slow down, because if it's going to keep going like this, it's not going to last very much longer. Breakneck speed, there's no doubt. So, Pam, when we come back, Mark is going to try to focus on... We, we need you to focus, okay? Don't go all over the map about the Mishnu or the, the whatever the hell it was you were talking about. I don't know if she's covered so much, I'm confused. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number 800-259-9231, proving that we really do allow anyone to call about anything. We're going to get back to our caller here in just a moment. 1-800-259-9231, that is, the, and we have a lot more that are waiting patiently. 800-259-9231, that number brought to you by our friends at SACL CAI. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features completely free, including... The Shrine of Female Listeners, dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. You can head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that for yourself, shrine.freetalklive.com. Now, from creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-liberty activism than you ever imagined possible. When you move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. Now, that's only for those of you that believe in liberty and actually are looking for a solution. For the rest of you that believe that there is no hope and that the world is going to explode in a fiery battle between good and evil in mere moments, which that's what apparently our current caller believes, uh, there, I can't Australia. help you. Yeah, uh, well, let's, let's get back to, uh, to Pam. She's on the line from Wisconsin. And Pam, you had told us a few moments ago you were all over the map. You have a lot to say. That's why I brought you back, because I want to make sure you have enough uh, a chance to get out at least some of what it is you have to say here tonight. Obviously, we can't keep you on for a, a much longer period of time, because we've got a lot of people that want to talk to us about a variety of things. But I did want to expound upon some of the things we talked about briefly. Now, we're going to get back to the Prince Charles thing. You said that he is apparently Satan, uh, and no, Mark no, has no, a few... No? No. There's a trinity of the fallen angels. He is Lucifer. He heads up the, the fallen angels. Lucifer's and not Satan? Satan? That's different? Satan is, no? no there's three, there's a tr- a tr- they have their own trinity. Really? Lucifer is Prince Charles. George H.W. Bush, the father, is Satan, and George W. Bush is uh, the devil. So uh, how come two of them, them, how come two of them read, are related? If you read the book, if you read the book <laughs> is George Bush the Antichrist by R. Stephen Hans, or you, or you, it used to be online, but the government's now precluded people from doing that to get into the site, but the book is available. What about Jeb Bush? Pardon? What about Jeb? Well, when you have the seeds of Satan, the seeds of any one of their children are also part of it. Hmm. And if you know the history of Jeb Bush and, and the original 9-11 story and how the supposed uh, Islamic terrorists are trained. Now, how does Barack Obama, fa- fa- that, how does Barack Obama factor in? Is he related to? Yeah, actually, uh, what you have to realize is that all the U.S. presidents are reincarnation. They have various reincarnations, and they're predominantly, obviously, they're all evil reincarnations. Uh, the presidents all have been Egyptian pharaohs. 
Uh, wow. How do you know that? Barack Obama. She I know knows, that. I've done my research and I've She's been watching YouTube. But how do you okay. find out? I mean, uh, like, how do you I've research whether they were... Is YouTube.com, okay. Mark. Hello. All of the answers <laughs> are there. So now, now, well, if we're going to let you finish, Pam. It tells you about the truth seekers. Well, I'm a truth seeker. What's okay? that? That's someone who's able to determine truth. Okay, by really? their intuition and deductive reasoning, and well, it's a gift hmm. from the Holy Spirit. See, now, I, Holy Spirit. I, I think I have the same thing, Pam, and I'm of the opinion that <laughs> yes, revelations do. doesn't you even... you and Alex do. You and Alex also do. Right, right. I, I'm You're of the, the opinion that revelations doesn't even belong in the in, in the Bible, and that the apocalypse of Peter was the, was the book that should have been in there. Now, why is it that... No, uh, because Paul, Paul, first of all... How can truth, truth seekers Paul, be wrong? <laughs> how can they disagree? The saints of the Catholic Church. One of you is an agent of Satan. That's why, Mark. I don't even know George H.W. Bush. If you read up on it, you know what's... You know, know speaking of reading up on it... uh, No, no, we're going to let you. Just uh, hang on a second there, Pam. Uh, if that's even your real name, uh, so we're uh, so you gave a, a YouTube channel uh, during the last segment. It was Michelle Nye. That's Michelle N Y E, and I I did dig it up and I did pull up the the channel. She's got a couple hundred videos, most of which seem to be uh, text. Now this is an unusual phenomenon in the the world of YouTube. I mean, normally when you think about YouTube, you think it's going to be some video of something, but uh, this is uh, somebody who's put together videos of essentially slides of text, just text after text after crazy text. I mean, the text is incomprehensibly nuts. How can you, how can you watch these videos, Pam, and, 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 and derive any information from them? I mean, they're just crazy. First of all, they're not nuts, and it's also explains Hmm. the Fibonacci numbers in the different, the numbers of the Bible within the passages. And all you know, that, that's uh, the Fibonacci numbers. And if you don't understand that, you're, you need to learn something. And sacred geometry is the, the design of creation. That creation was a divine design by God. And there is one, only one God, and it's Yahweh, Jesus Christ. And it's, our, its reflection in heaven is St. Michael the Archangel. St. Michael the Archangel and the angels are going to incarnate on June 9th of this year to start going against June the evil 9th. empire. But what, what, okay, what, we happens, have a date. what happens if they, you don't see them? I mean, like, what you happens on June 9th? You're going to see You're going to see them now. You're going to realize them. And they don't have June 9th is it, baby. June 9th. Mark spirit. your calendars. Heaven is, is spiritual, okay? But right. when, on, on Judgment Day, December 21st, 2012, according to the Mayan calendar, which Michael Desarian knows quite a lot about, uh-huh. uh, the angels delivered that message to the Mayans and also the homeopathic remedies for healing, the healing arts, okay? <laughs> uh, but the... At 11:11 Greater Mountain Time, December 21st, 2012, is Judgment Day. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait. So, so I'm going to stand in front of the Milky Way. I, am I going to stand in front of God at that time? I've been waiting for this time. I'll tell you, I sent, almost I daily I expect to stand there. <laughs> wait, Pam, you're losing me again. Pam, do you want me to understand what you're trying to say? Because you just keep yammering on, and it's almost impossible to follow. Now, look, I understand. I'm, uh, you know, just a little peon. I haven't done all the hundreds of thousands of hours of research that you've done. Pam, uh, give me the dates. I've got my pen. I've got my pen. I've got my pen and paper right here, right now. You mentioned okay. some dates. What, what are the dates? To, Let's get the predictions from Pam. Go. We have, we have the false uh, global warming. It's a mm-hmm. lie. We okay. know that. Okay? Dates. You know that. Looking for dates. Did that you hear is, my question? Is, <laughs> dates. Do you know what a date that. is? And they're trying dates. to get people to do It's in a month, day, year format. Maybe if you're in Europe, it's in a day, month, year format, I think. Pam. 
Yes. What dates? What are these dates? You said there was 11-11 in 2012? Is that, or no, 11-11? Right it's, it's in his Judgment Day video, 12, on that site, Michelle Nye YouTube. Is, is, is I don't have start. time to watch Michelle Nye's <laughs> 200 videos of her paging through a slideshow. I know you do. No, uh, it's not a slideshow. It's got pictures. There. I'm it's watching this. The it's a slideshow. For God's sakes, tell us. I know that God's on Mountain Time. What are the times and dates? <laughs> now, is that it's Mountain 11, Standard? 11, it's you look at the video, it's 10 minutes long, 12, no. it also has a full interpretation of the Lost Books of Nostradamus. You look at the video on Pam, Star I thought you had the answers. I thought you called tonight to give us the answers, and you're yes, just, you're obfuscating. Answers. Jesus Christ, Yahweh is in the world right now, and you need look, to wake up. Otherwise he's in, you in Australia, mean, right? The information, what's the happening? Really? What city in Australia is he in? He's in, uh, Mel, he's in, uh, uh, Victoria. I've got his address on my site. I'm peace now, white there at MySpace. And what is your, what is your site? Video. Peace what? Peace now, white dove. His address, peace now, white dove at myspace.com. Peace space. now, com. white dove. At myspace. You have Jesus's address. We are going to look <laughs> into this. Phone number and my phone number is there also. Your phone number's there. Yes. You want to give that no, out? No, the no, no, okay. no, no. Okay. Not on this show. Do not do it. Pam, hold on. Okay, Pam, Pam, focus. Focus like the heartbeats. Focus, Pam. Pam. I need you to yes. focus, okay? Because we're running out of time. You understand that, right? Yes. I mean, I, I know you understand that. You believe you're running out of time. End. If you don't find him and realize the truth about what's going on, Pam. he knows all Pam. the answers, okay? I'm not going to try anymore, okay, Pam? I'm going to ask you one <laughs> more. You're not going to have control. time to He's explain anything, Pam. I'm going to ask you one more time. What are the dates you mentioned? You said there was a date this year on June 9th. What's that? That's when St. Michael, the archangel, and the angels from the spiritual realm of heaven incarnate, and they start going against the evil empire. Now, what is that going to What is that going to be? Will we know that happens when it happens, or will it, it be... Could, okay, let me explain something. I sent a truth card that could be made up into posters and handouts to Alex Jones. No, 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 no I, explaining. I, I don't live with Alex Jones. Let Just me, tell me, Pam, what, people will people know something plans. has happened on June 9th? Okay, let me... First and all, is it coincidental that's my mom's gland. birthday? Your pineal gland is where your Holy Spirit is in your body. All right. Your soul's in your blood. Goodbye, Sam, uh, Pam. Goodbye. You can't answer you, my holy questions. Holy crap, I didn't find out what gland Jesus was I'm in. I'm trying to find. I just wanted to know Spirit when the Holy Spirit inhabits one of my glands, and I'm not sure which one it is. I'm sure somebody can go back through that interview and try <laughs> to extract the the dates. that the, She said the world was going to end in 2012. That's a pretty common I think, thing. I think right? she was saying... Uh, it's this. It's the solstice, twelve twenty one, two thousand eleven o'clock at eleven eleven well, Mountain Time. Mountain Time. A.M. I didn't get if it was A.M. or P.M. But anyway, so June 9th, the world will begin to end according to uh, Pam. So mark your calendars. More coming up. You bring up whatever you want. Seriously, it's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line for you to bring up anything, even if you're crazy. 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Nick. (laughs) And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are completely free, so enjoy those on us. And if you uh, like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live in the remaining days before the clash of the evil 
been the good or whatever it is. Right. That she said was well, they are the end of the world. Michael and stuff. I have a right. verse for you. Before George Bush, just uh, real turns quick, into Satan. nice short, short Bible verse for all the people out there. Wait, that wait, are wait. Confused. You got to uh, if so, so contribute all of your remaining funds uh, to amp.freetalklive.com, and yeah, we'll quickly. take good care of them. Yes, for we you. will. We are going to stop the bad guys. Uh, Luke twenty one eight. He replied, watch out that you're not deceived. You could be deceived, that means. For many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. reading a Bible verse. Do not follow them. But you pointed out the Bilderbergers could have changed that text, yeah, right? You never know. I mean, I don't know if they came around in 1611 when the, or 1614 when King James Version was done. I mean, maybe. Now, maybe you're just tuning in and you have no idea what we're talking about. We just got off the phone with uh, Pam in Wisconsin, allegedly. And she rambled on about a whole bunch of nonsense, uh, talking about how the world is going to end, and uh, June 9th apparently is when it's all going... The end will begin, uh, apparently, on June 9th, and then it'll all uh, come to an apex at uh, the... or uh, zenith at the... Uh, what is it? The 11th? No, it's the 21st, it. the 21st of, of December, 2012. So it's Winter the, Solstice, yep. 2012, 11, 11 in the morning, Mountain Standard Time, that's I think. That's her I haven't heard that part, We didn't that's determine if it was Mountain yeah. Standard or Daylight Savings. We weren't sure. I thought sure. it was nighttime. Uh, yeah, it might have been nighttime. Anyway, so she just she gave us a YouTube channel, and she said that all the answers are there, that Jesus is back, that he's in Australia, and you can get his address on her website, which she also gave out. But I've been just looking through the YouTube channel I mean, here. if we've only got three years left, I'm going to start cultivating a nice, healthy heroin habit. I mean, why not? Now, a lot of the, now she's got over 200 videos. Now, I don't think this is her channel. I think it's somebody else's channel, but this is the one she was plugging. So we're going to go with this, right? Because she's obviously spent a lot of time. She believes that the answers are here on this, this YouTube channel. It's Michelle Nye, N-Y-E. And uh, so she believes there are a lot of answers here. So I figured, well, let's dig around here. Let's see what we can uh, what we can see. We are going to get back to your calls, but I want to give you some idea in case you don't have the time to go and look into this yourself. And please, I hope you've got better things to do. Uh, we're the professionals here. So if you don't have time, let's give you an idea, uh, a taste, if you will, of what some of these videos are like. Now, most of them are just slideshows. If you've never seen a video slideshow before, that's exactly what this is. She. She has made her own slideshows, and uh, in this one, it's called... It's one of the most popular ones. I organized it by popularity to see how many views. You know, some of them only have a few hundred views each. This one has 36,000 views. So That's I'll, a lot of darn views. I want to start by reading to you the, uh, the description of the YouTube video. Normally, when you, uh, when you title a video and you describe a video, you're trying to draw someone into watching the video, right? So you want it to be an understandable description, an understandable title. So she loses you at the title. Armageddon Magnetic Motor Over Unity. <laughs> Armageddon Magnetic Over what? Now, Armageddon and Magnetic are capitalized. Motor Over Unity is not capitalized. Five words. Armageddon Magnetic Motor Over Unity. Description of the video. P.S. Dubai. All of the Michelle Nye YouTube videos have been stopped from being viewed by the general public in Dubai. The truth of Muhammad is being banned. And then we go into the details. The video starts with a uh, still of a pyramid. And then it goes into a little bit of history, uh, allegedly, about how uh, June 17th, 2 B.C., the star of Bethlehem was in alignment behind Jupiter, 88,000 miles, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Uh, then, then, uh, let's see, Ooh, there's just so much here. It's hard to pick what to read about. She then ends up making, a some sort of, wow, I can't even read most of this. Maybe I picked the, the wrong video here. She talks about how it is that, uh, she had a trial apparently for check fraud 
And in Jesus is writing bad checks? I guess. In the trial for check fraud, and this may not be in this video here because I can't actually find the place where I was before, and I apologize for that. I'll try to pull it up here in a moment. But in her trial for check fraud, there was a number that was brought up, and apparently that number uh, conflated to a, a certain angle which points to the sword of Jesus uh, out in the ocean, out to the side of Australia somewhere. I mean, this is so off-the-wall crazy, I can't even begin to describe it to you. So I'm not going to bother. But I'll try to find it again and actually try to read this to you here in a moment, so I apologize for blowing this one. We continue with your calls. Sean is in Minnesota, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sean. Hey, good evening there, guys. What's on your uh, I'm, mind? Calling, I'm calling to respond to the guy who called last hour talking about Bilderberg. And and, 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 and I understand you guys are, are, are skeptical, but don't rule this stuff out. I have an article here off of infowars.net and I'll just read you the first paragraph the obama the article is titled obama's plan to geoengineer the planet to what engineer and the planet geo geoengineer geo the planet engineer the planet yeah and this and this is off of alex jones's website infowars and he's very reliable now the first paragraph says the obama administration's announcement that it is to consider radical planetary geoengineering, such as shooting pollution particles into the upper atmosphere of the planet to reflect the sun's rays, exactly mirrors recent publications penned by the elite Council on Foreign Relations. So this stuff is going on. I, I, I would urge folks to look up the term in any encyclopedia, look up the term false flag operation if government so are you suggesting that uh, that barack obama and his administration is going to shoot something in pollution. the atmosphere to reflect the sun's rays kind of like in the matrix where they uh, they scorch they the sc- skies we don't know who we don't know who started the war but we know we scorched the sky is that what you're yeah, suggesting well, sir yeah the the effect that this is that this is going to have if Obama's able to get I'm I'm not seeing saying that these people are going to get away with any of this stuff that that they're trying to pull that depends on humanity and 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 I still I do still have a little bit of faith in humanity maybe more than I should uh but if if Obama's able to pull this off and folks we have to understand Obama prime minister brown of britain these people are all frontmen on their own they're nothing but if they're able to pull this off the effect that this is going to have is reducing the, the carbon level in the atmosphere. Well, which is going to I've you know I've I have heard the, this idea proposed as public policy. Um, you know there are think tanks that have proposed that we could um, put particles in the air that would either reflect sunlight or would increase ca- cloud cover, and you could counteract global warming. So I think there there is a possibility that some some special interest and People who fancy themselves intellectuals yes. are looking at, you know, they believe in whether they, you know, most likely they believe in climate change, man-made climate change, and they think, eh, well, man screwed up the planet, so we should try to fix it by spraying stuff into the air. Crazy. And I have heard the idea proposed. I mean, it's there is science there. There is the idea that we could cool down the planet by spraying stuff into the upper atmosphere to either increase cloud cover or reflect sunlight, but... Do I know whether that's actually happening? No, I don't. Thanks, Sean, for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. It sounds like a crazy idea to me. And it doesn't surprise I, me. Well, that I mean, it's been proposed. I'm not yeah. saying that it's actually being implemented. It's being done. 
but there you know there you can influence cloud formation and things like that. There are ways to seed clouds. So, you know, there there's a lot of bad science out there and the global warming hysteria is leading to people proposing some policies that sound almost as ludicrous. Like cap and trade is just it is absurd when you actually look at what it will actually do to the global economy and to the way people live. So, I wouldn't put it past people, but I don't think it's necessarily part of a you know, a globalist plot, I think it might just be these people are incorrect about climate change and they're, they, but they believe in it so firmly that they're going to try anything. So it's possible. Toll-free number 800-259-9231, SACL CAI toll-free line. All right, just to give you an idea, I've, I found a frame in this video here that I think is worth sharing to give you an idea of just how bat-ass crazy this YouTube channel is that we were talking about earlier, uh, the Michelle Nye channel. And, and we were discussing during the break how it is somebody could be so crazy and actually manage to feed and house and, and clothe themselves, pick up a phone and dial into a talk radio show. At 22.28 years is the date I married, April 23rd, 1966. Mount Townsend at 2209 translates to 22.09 years and is Jerusalem time 23 colon 36 Julian date 2439169.4. The 169.4 is in bold. February 12th, 1966, my father's birth date, and we have 1694 once again. Ha! That proves it all! <laughs> Now, that's just one frame from a 10... Actually, it's half of a frame from a 10-minute-long video on this person's uh, YouTube channel. And that's one video out of hundreds of videos just like this. Frame after frame after frame of rambling... Insanity. Religious... Um, Dementia. Nonsense. <laughs> right. Self, uh, self-involved religious nonsense. Hour three is coming up. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. As we launch here into the third hour of the show, phones are loaded up. I, I want to share more craziness from that YouTube channel, but maybe we'll get a chance for that a little later. We need to get to your calls. Let's start things out with Matt in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk. Oh, wait, Matt's gone. Let's try Dave in New York. Dave, you are on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nick, and Mark. Evening, fellas. Dave, what's on your mind tonight, sir? Well, I want to say what makes me nervous about swine flu outbreak is not the facts or the lack thereof. It's the reaction of the media and the government. What do you mean by that? The swine flu... They're saying it is a bird and human and swine flu hybrid. And the CDC on their website admits that they've been culturing this stuff since 2004. Now you got the Department of Homeland Security taking charge of the operation, and what they're doing is passive observation on the border and at the airports. When they could have been shut down as of last Friday, Americans could have been quarantined, and they could have slow the progression of this flu so they don't have to overreact in a Katrina-style situation, which is what I'm guessing is going to come. But So wait, are you advocating for quarantining people? Sure, just give them two or three days to see if they're sick and then bring them in. 
you could let people go, let Mexicans go southward, let Americans go northward. Who should be quarantined? Anybody coming from Mexico or anyone coming from anywhere? Well, I'd have to say Mexico more than anything because that's where the the outbreak is at high proportions and high levels. So you get to stay two days in some government quarantine facility? The southern border, Americans could be quarantined, Mexicans could be stopped from coming up, Mexicans could be allowed to go southward, and Americans could be stopped from going southward as of Friday, and they could have given them enough time to research it. Now, hold on. I want to get on some different stuff. Now, well, wait a minute. What if I want to get out of uh, of Mexico and not have to wait around in some quarantine facilities with somebody else that might possibly days, be sick? Two days, and they'll know if you're sick. Yeah, and but if you're they won't know about the people. You're not going to be hanging out with a bunch of sick people. But, yeah, we, but there's thousands of people who jump that fence every day. I don't want to go off on a tangent. Well, about you brought that. it That's up, something. Dave. Hang on, dude. You but brought right, it up. Let's I talk about it. On facts, I got four websites pulled up. I got Fox, Dave. I got Tor- Toronto Sun, Chicago Tribune. Good for I got you. I can pull up websites, too. Look, how are you going to quarantine everybody the, that comes back from Mexico? Are, I'm sorry? How are you going to quarantine everyone that comes back at from Mexico? How are you going to do that? Do you they, understand how many people that is? We wars on the Mexican border. We can do whatever the hell we want. Can we move on? No, we can't. Are you going to shoot me if I don't want to get uh, quarantined yes, on the way in? I want to get to the facts. I'm not going to say anything about shooting people. If right, are you going to answer the questions? Because we've got questions for you, Dave. Look, you know, I know you guys got to have an entertaining radio show, but I have a lot more stuff I want to continue on if you don't How, mind. Uh, you are advocating quarantining every single man, woman, and child that comes across yeah. the southern border. Sure. Right. Do you these understand people, these, this porous border the they can't do debate. anything with? Do you understand I, how many I'm people that is? With the way that Homeland Security is trying to react to this stuff and what they're saying they're going to prepare to do could have been avoided if they had taken swifter action as of Friday. Isn't it people like you, Dave, that call this show and talk about... Aren't you the kind of person that calls in and talks about the evil FEMA camps? Now you're advocating people being quarantined. Come on. Give me one fact, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. One fact. Okay. Now they're having Baxter, a company that is multinational out of both Illinois and Austria, and they're going to be having them make the vaccines. Now... I'm going to pull up an article in, the, in the, the, the Sun, the Toronto Sun, where it says, let's see, here it is. No, we're not going to, re- not going to have time to read contaminated that. Contaminated flu virus material from a plant in Austria confirmed Friday that the experimental product contained live H5N1 mm-hmm. avian flu viruses. If Thanks remember, for the call, Dave. 800-259-9231. You don't want to have a conversation, then I'm not interested in continuing it. Because uh, you want to call in and advocate that people be quarantined at the southern border. Let's talk about that. Let's get into some of the detail on how exactly that would be possible. Isn't it people like Dave that call in in concern out of having uh, government-run camps? The FEMA camps, the much maligned FEMA camps out well, there? Well, if it's, if it's okay for the government to run the camps at the border when they're uh, quarantining people, why isn't it okay for them to run the camps where they put the uh, the political dissidents? Well, I will, I'll make a, a break there where... I think you could argue that if somebody had carrying some terrible killer disease and if it got out, it would kill half the people in the world. I think you could make the argument that you would, you know, if there's one person in the world who has that, the moral argument, that if there's one person in the world who's in a sealed room and you can keep them there and prevent that disease from getting out, then, yeah, okay, I think you might be it's able to... It's the same moral just, argument for torture. 
Not really. Yes, it is. If I can torture you and save that, save the you know New York City from being bombed, then I'm going to do that. Do you understand? So, so therefore, torture's okay. So it's okay that they tortured a guy from 2002 and to, till 2007 uh, down in um, Gitmo that they knew was innocent, that they have the documentation that he was innocent, but they tortured the crap out of him, beat him, um, wouldn't let him sleep, and did that, all that other stuff because it's okay to torture. Um. Well, he was innocent, so I guess that's the moral problem there, wasn't it? Well, if you've got a guy who is, actually is guilty and knows you, that you can't you know. Turn it, they turned it over. They, they, Americans turned over the role of torture to the government. The government did a poor job with it. They showed they did. Why would Americans turn over something as important as their safety and their health to the government when it comes to something like this? They should You know that the government the will be quarantining people that don't have the swine flu, and they will letting be letting people through that do have it. Oh. And even if they were successful of doing it, there would still be people with swine flu coming across the border. Yuck, they can't do it. And the government being on the border um, is, is unconstitutional. Thank you for making the point that I was going to make, Mark. Mm-hmm. I was going to draw the <laughs> distinction between a hypothetical ticking bomb scenario where you have somebody with the hantavirus or Ebola in a sealed room where it hasn't already spread out into the general population and the real world, where you have what it, you know, swine flu is an airborne virus, it's influenza, and the fact of the matter is, by the time they figured out that it was some something strange and different than regular flu, there really wasn't any real-world chance of stopping it from spreading. Cats out of the bag at that point. Right. You've got an airborne virus, it's spreading through the population in Mexico, and had the United States shut down its borders, not only to Mexico, but you'd have to shut down to the rest of the world, because people can go from Mexico to Canada, fly there, and then come in through the Canadian border. So, yeah. you know, you'd have to seal the border Both entirely. Borders. I don't see how that's better than some of the possible quarantines or government overreaction we are going to see. Right, and Dave is uh, right. It's There's no the, better. It's it's the government solution any way you cut it. And Dave is saying he's disappointed with how the government handled this. Well, of course, everybody's going to be disappointed with how the government handles things because the government just sucks at everything that it does. But now he's advocating mass quarantining of people. I don't think he's even thought that through. You, if you're quarantining somebody, the idea is to get them away from other people. Isn't that the idea? That you, there are not enough facilities to handle hardly an, uh, the the amount of people that are crossing the border so-called illegally, let alone everybody that is crossing the border at any given hour's period of time. I mean, right. There's a tremendous it's, amount of traffic. This is a physical impossibility, what right. he's talking Government, about. Government, nowhere should bother shutting its ports. I mean, because it's, the cat's out of the bag at this point. It seems like it's spreading like regular flu there's really not a very good chance that it's going to be contained. So the only other thing you can do is treat it. And from what I've been hearing, it sounds like existing drugs like Tamiflu do a pretty good job of taking care of it. It's just a matter, you know. Yeah, let the market figure this one out. Pharmaceutical companies can just make antivirals. They exist already. It's not, you know, there's not that there's no treatment for this. And some people are going to die from this. They already have. The number has been increasing. But people die from the flu every day in America. Right. Thir- I think it's 30,000 in a typical flu season die. Really? Wow. I don't yeah. know if that's flu the US kills the people, yeah. man. Flu kills a lot more people than anything else. And here, here it is. They're, they're just, whoa, we got flying pig flu coming around. And, mm-hmm. you know, people are acting all crazy for something that hasn't killed anybody in America. Right. I mean, the, the nightmare worst case scenario with this is that... I, 
I was reading two million people, I think that's in the U.S., die from it. Now, that'd be bad, but, you know, as long as there have been people on Earth, there have been plagues that have been far worse... You just got to take your chances. There's not much you can do at this point. Toll free number 800-259-9231. You can always quarantine yourself, I suppose, to some extent. Get yourself a little bubble and roll around in and outside. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can dial in, bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, the features we give them away. So enjoy those, including updates. We'll get uh, keep you clued in to what's going on with the show. If you're on the updates list, go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on it free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. As uh, we continue here with your calls in moments. There are lots of reasons that one might want to hide valuables around one's house. Asset forfeiture, bank failures, burglars, ex-spouses, housekeepers, your kids. StashYourSwag.com gives you more than 100 common places around your home, most with little or no modification. The ones that require some modification, or those uh, modifications are under $50. It's The guide contains detailed pictures and um, to help you do just that. StashYourSwag.com. It's an e-book, and you can get it for under 7 bucks. StashYourSwag.com. S-W-A-G.com. All right, we continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to Gene, the Christian anarchist, on the amp line. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live. Well, hi, guys. Looks like a new record, an hour and six minutes on hold. You must be, your phone lines must be burning up today. Well, the phone lines are loaded, plus we spent two full segments with that uh, crazy lady last hour. Go ahead. I know, and you know, you really put me in a predicament here because a lot of your call, or a lot of your listeners think that the Christian anarchist is crazy now. After that, I'm going to look pretty sane. So, there you yeah. Go. How do you feel about the like. whole world ending in uh, 2012, Gene? Good a date as any, I guess. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. Very good. But uh, actually, I didn't even call about any particular topic tonight. Other you didn't. Than I heard Mark ranting earlier, and I just heard him ranting again a few minutes ago. And I was going to ask you, Mark, did you get a new microphone, or have I just missed this all along? What do you mean you missed what? is every time he gets excited, in between his comments, he does this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, this is this is a complaint that uh, has been, a, been around. Uh, you know what? I had a bully bother me about it in school when I was like really? in third grade. The fact is, I draw in breath kind of in a loud fashion. Yes, and I've trained you to get very close to the microphone, mm-hmm. so it's inevitable that that sort of thing is going to be picked up. I, I yep. I've tried to cut Maybe out he needs some to of it. Back off a little bit. Yeah. You know, but he can't. He, it's 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 like the way I talk, Gene, and um, you know, there's not much that can be done about it. It's like Glenn Beck does his long pauses. Michael Savage talks in his uh, gravelly voice. I do noisy inhalations. Well, today it seemed to stand out uh, more than before. I didn't know if you had got a new microphone or something. But, Everything's uh, the same. Maybe he was extra animated tonight think. or something like that. Maybe they were just... Maybe uh, so. Yeah. Well, Pam will do that to people, I think. What will? Oh, Pam. Yes. Pam, Thanks. yeah. Thanks, Gene. Anything else people. on your mind? Oh, gosh. Everything that went over tonight is just too crazy. I don't even, uh, I don't even want to touch on any of those things. Very good, so, sir. Well, then, thank you. Not. Thank you for the call, then. 800-259-9231. That's something else you do, right? You do the breathing through your teeth kind of thing? Yeah. 
It's, it doesn't bother me. I mean, it doesn't bug me at all. So well, you listen to gets, every show, every minute of every show in order to... Actually, I don't anymore. You don't anymore? I listen to... Uh, I'm, I'm down to one per week. <laughs> it's been... It's, it's been, a lot more work. The well, show's getting bigger right, and bigger, and there's difficult. more things to do, and... It's, it's hard. hard. It yeah. is. It's, I do you know, it's love hard listening if we say to the show, hard, but I'll tell you, there's there's more work to be done. There yeah. just simply is, and there more aren't work more people to, to do the work. Really, that's it's it's absolutely true. Though so thanks to uh, Jesse down in Georgia, who has picked up the uh, responsibility of uh, screening through our email, or not our email, but the, the show email address where the show prep goes to. Uh, we've got a, a wonderful gent uh, Jesse down in Georgia who's been taking care of that for the last few weeks, and that's taken a burden off of me a little bit. So I definitely appreciate that. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I can't afford to hire help, so we've just got to keep taking the uh, responsibilities on personally. Yeah, there's, the, the, the money just isn't there at this point yeah. as for you know from advertising and profits. Of course, thank you to everybody who amps the program, but that's not really the you know that's not the purpose of the amp program is to hire new people on and that, at least not for that kind of thing. And I've actually been spending a little more time uh, as far as my listening is concerned. I was listening to the you know, to uh, the Liberty Radio Network feed today, just kind of monitoring that. And uh, your show was on Nick, and so I've been listening to some of that content to see how that's been going. And I've been trying to focus my listening on more than just Free Talk Live as well. So unfortunately, I only have so many hours per day, you know. But nonetheless, I do still listen. And when I listen, it doesn't even—I don't even notice it. You're you're right, Mark. Your breathing patterns are very much a part of who you are, and there's no way you're going to stop that. And if you sit back from the mic, then it just gets bad. Because well, you then can turn you up the mic. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm now but, yeah, three or four. now you're three or four inches. You don't have the the, the oomph. You don't have the punch. Yeah. Uh, turning up the mic's not going to solve that because then I'm going to start having to amplify the background noise in the room, which is not going to sound good. So you don't like mics being used in that fashion you're one of these guys that likes people to be right on the mic and that's how all i know is i've pretty much only done radio with you in the room at least you taught me my mic etiquette so that's what i guess you know that's what i understand to be the right way to do it i've got equipment in the back of the room that is constantly generating noise we've got you know three four i think there's six five or six computers in this room there are it doesn't seem loud to me and fans on all it's not loud but if I were to turn up the microphone enough to allow you to sit six inches back from the mic or something like that, then I would well, have we we if, would get some of that noise in there. If you were going to turn it up loud enough um, that you could hear me speak in the same fashion, then you're going to hear me in. You're going to hear it still, yeah. Right. So there's, yeah. it's the way I speak. I'm really sorry. Right. What can you do? If you yeah. don't like it, there's another show yeah, go, out there. Go for find you. a cripple to pick on. <laughs> <laughs> let's continue with your calls. Uh, let's talk to Steve in South Carolina. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi, guy. Steve, what's on your mind? Well, I've got a greeting for you. Yes. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, Nick. Hello, Art Bell and Mark. Art Bell, are you suggesting that uh, the show's a little on the kook side tonight? This is Free Talk Live somewhere in time. Somewhere <laughs> in time. <laughs> That's cute, Steve. What else you got for us? I've got three points to make. Um, okay. One, I haven't heard anything about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> Well, I don't know anything about it, so... Sleepy, sneezy, dopey, and duck. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it's pestilence, famine, war, and death yeah. on a pale horse. You know, uh, uh, I, I read the... Uh, there's a Piers Anthony novel out there. I, I believe it's, love that book. Yeah. I love the book. It's, book. It's a lot of fun. It's called On a Pale Horse, um, and he in it, he, he uh, chronicles the life of death um, and uh, war and uh, time and uh, Mother Earth. And, time is one of the four horsemen? Um, well, no. These, these are the elements, and the four horsemen go ha- hang out with death and war in order to do their dirty so, work and stuff. So, so wait, what it's were very you, fun. Run, run by the four horsemen again. Death, pestilence, what? 
That's war and okay. Well, it's pestilence, famine, famine. war, and death. War and death. Why couldn't one of them have been government? Why couldn't one of the horsemen have been government? Then we wouldn't have a lot of problems we'd have today. Because then people would say, government? Well, that's a horseman of the apocalypse. We don't want any of that. I'm well, it could be. I mean, you, you can interpolate it any way you want. But, yeah, yeah Pierce and Anthony, I read that in college, and I on a pale horse, and then I went from that to, uh, what, what was it, Mark? Um, being a green mother? Being a green mother would be the fifth one. Bearing an hourglass is second. So what oh, were the yeah. two other points, Steve? The other point was the Fibonacci numbers, we took it in college. It's basically you start with one and you use one again. One plus one is two. Two plus one is three. Three plus two is five. Five plus two is eight. You know, and okay. eight plus five is 13. So, I mean, this is what you find. He always stops as soon as the music starts. Hang on, Steve. We're going to bring you back. 800-259-9231. I don't really know what Fibonacci numbers are, but he'll explain a little more to us here in moments. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And it's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. We've got a wiki with over 1,800 pages created by listeners like you. Go to wiki, wiki.freetalklive.com. Get interactive there. Free. That's wiki.freetalklive. Dot com as we go right back into your phone calls here. Steve is on the line with us in South Carolina. Uh, Steve, where do we leave off? Uh, you were trying to get to something, and I spaced on what it was. Go ahead. Uh, you want to know a little bit more about Fibonacci numbers. Yeah, what were you trying to get to there? What, what's all that about? Okay, well, you know, take your pad and pen that you have, in, and it's you start with one, and then one again. You add that, that's two. Then you take the consecutive preceding, or preceding number, and it's 2 plus 1 is 3, and then 3 plus 2 is 5, and then 5 plus 3 is 8, okay. and 8 plus 5 is 13. And that's how that goes. Now, that occurs in nature. It occurs in flowers, and you can really see it in pine cones and pineapples. If you look and start counting the, the little rings around the pineapple, you realize that they come out in odd numbers. And, you know, as you start from the top and go to the bottom, um, you know, that's Fibonacci numbers. They just occur in nature. I mean, Okay, so so it's an observation of something that's that's happening. What about it? Well, I mean, you know, she was talking about Fibonacci numbers, the bipolar woman. Oh, the, yeah, and, the crazy lady last hour. Okay, well, I said bipolar, but, you know, she needs her lithium or something. But, you <laughs> know, <laughs> but the, and, and the third point was, is Mark, I breathe through my mouth. I've been doing that ever since I was a child, and I have a deviated septum. Maybe you do, too. And uh, I just cannot get the breath I need in my lungs through my nose. Well, I used to have that problem. I've had an operation uh, several years ago, but it's probably just the fact that I've I've been doing it for so long. It's sort of a habit of mine. Well, I mean, yeah, mine's a habit, too. And I've tried to, when I was in karate, to inhale through my nose, exhale 
through my mouth, and it just uh, it works. So, I mean, and your voice actually changes because you're actually inhaling and exhaling through your mouth. And, hmm. and, you know, it's just, and Mark, I don't care. I mean, you know, I've listened to you. It just doesn't bother me. We talked about this three months ago, and, I mean, people keep bringing it up. Well, it's going it's going to bug a certain percentage of the population. First time I've heard of it on the air. I mean, but I can tell you that Paul Harvey, the greatest broadcaster in history, used to get uh, you know uh, people giving advice on how he should do his broadcasts. His really? pauses uh, bugged people. So if Paul Harvey can do it, I can do it. Yeah, so you- if you don't like it... Please, there are lots of Liberty podcasts out out there right now, and you can thank Free Talk Live for them because we're the first one. We came out and we encouraged everybody to go on go into competition with us. So there you go. In you fact, can listen to our podcasts through other people. In fact, speaking of uh, liberty liberty minded podcasts, coming up after the show tonight, uh, after the radio show is over, if you're listening on the internet stream, you'll get to hear us interviewing Zach Fix. From the Bureaucrash Podcrash. Thank you for the call tonight, Steve. Good hearing from you. 800-259-9231. I don't know, Mark, if you can if you can make the claim that Free Talk Live is responsible for all the Liberty Podcasts out there. We came there. first, and we made the suggestion that uh, people go into competition with us. You're probably responsible for a good a good number of them. And so as we can a, claim Free Minds Radio. <laughs> you can, yes. I mean, but people are doing the work. I'm not trying to take that away from them. No, However, no, great. it's like the guy who went out there and stuck the flag in the ground. Yeah. I, at the very least, by encouraging other people to compete against us, and we what stuck did the I flag say? in the I, ground. I said somebody's going to be able to do this better than we can do it, and Gardner Goldsmith has proven it. The, the podcast Gardner, end of it, yeah. Gardner Goldsmith is huge in comparison to Free Talk Live, at least twice as huge, and has been doing it for a fraction of the amount of time as yep. far as podcasts. Apparently, what we need to do is uh, you know, talk incessantly about uh, a Strong Bad and obscure punk rock music. <laughs> so anyway, it's all uh, good stuff. It's all good. So if you don't like the way Mark sounds, then don't listen. You know, that was the first complaint, though, I think we've ever had on the air. And the first complaint I've ever had off the air was just a couple months ago from one of our program directors. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I've I've had it before. I think we've had uh, people talking about breathing before. I don't ever recall. Okay. Don't ever recall. Maybe we it's, did. Maybe we're getting just more people. It, well, listening. anyway, I did what I could to make it uh, as minimal as possible, but I can't eliminate it completely. It's just not possible. Most people aren't don't even notice yeah. it. Now they will, right? Now they're going to listen for it. Well, maybe. All right, we go on. Let's talk to D in Kansas. D, you're on Free Talk Live. Whoa, a little bit loud. What's happening? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. You're on the air, dude. Oh, good. Yeah, I was uh, calling about, uh, well, the the woman that you had on there is one good excuse for legalizing marijuana. Uh, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, Are you suggesting uh, she needs the marijuana uh, to treat herself? Well, yeah. Or that you hear that, or she's a good excuse for making LSD illegal. Or are Uh, you suggesting? Whoa, 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 hold on a second. You know that would have been an interesting question. But uh, are you suggesting that you need marijuana after hearing that phone call? Uh, Yeah, you could swing in either direction on that one. All right, very good. (laughs) It's just a joke, Ian. Anyway, uh, what I was calling about is, is you know, everybody was talking about why do you prepare, you know, for the end of the world and all the rest of this stuff. Me, it's a hobby. Yeah, I've been doing it since the 2000. And uh, the one thing you can always count on is, is the government's going to screw up even if they try to take over everything. So you might I, as well sit around and just watch it. I kind of, <laughs> I, I'm kind of with you on that. And I used to have, it used to hang out with friends, and we would uh, sort of have this uh, post-apocalyptic world where we would uh, create 
I guess things without without too much electricity, we would create these uh, you know in, impenetrable uh, fortresses in our minds, and then try to you know figure out ways that we could penetrate each other's impenetrable fortresses just by th- sort of storytelling. So you know it, it it it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a hobby. I get uh, I've built like wind generators and you know and backup battery supplies and. You know, hijacked a few solar panels here and there, and managed to get them to work. And cool. you know, people around sit around, drink a beer, and stare at the radio. <laughs> there you go. Everybody's got to have their hobby. I think you're right about that. I mean, if the disaster strikes, you might last a few months longer than everybody else, right? I mean, that's about it. That's about all it's good for, isn't it? The the gorgeous of this uh, swine flu, the beauty of it was, they announced the swine flu in Mexico. And I come down with the common flu in Kansas. <laughs> okay. Well, at least so you won't get the swine flu. All right? the separation and everything else, and I still get the flu. How about that? <laughs> D, thanks for the call. Good hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line here. Coming up here in the remaining moments of the show, uh, somebody emailed me an interesting little article. It's the fifth. Actually, it's somewhat lengthy. But we're not going to get through it. And maybe we'll spread it over several days. It's 50 things that every 18-year-old should know. But I, what about the uh, the article about the, the drug, drug law thing? I'm not going to have time for that. Because you know that you know what's going to happen with that, Mark. Same thing is going to happen with that. It's going to happen with these 50 things. Is we're going to get we're going to dig in and we're going to get into a discussion and we're never going to finish the article. So at least with the 50 things, we can hit a few of them and pick up the list later if we need to. I've I've, I've got a list of uh, seven retarded tax evasion schemes uh, that people are trying. Ooh, if, it, you know, that it, sounds like it, a good is, one. it does seem to be conspiracy theory night. So let's let's uh, if you want to hmm. nail it real quick. Maybe, it's, but first let's talk to Taryn in Georgia. Taryn, you're on Free Talk Live. Taryn in Georgia, going once. Taryn, hey guys. you uh, are on the air. Can you hear me? I'm yes, here. sir. Go, Taryn. Okay, there you are. Yeah, well, I, I was actually going to call in and make a joke, but then I realized I had to do something first. Um, what I w- wanted to tell you was I've been pushing all week trying to get coverage for Sam Dodson on uh, Freedom Watch tomorrow. And, you know, there was some confusion um, where you guys had directed the post um, where you could go and basically vote on to get Sam's story talked about. It's doing very well and on what the I found, votes. Yeah, he's in number one. Thank you guys so much. And what I actually found out is it's under right to record, but it, I don't want to leave like an um, ambiguous gray area where they don't talk about Sam. Um, so there's actually a third forum that I'm going to send Mark a link or, or you guys. You'd have to go vote on tonight, but there's... Okay, you're talking about the uh, these, the Freedom Watch show, which is a internet program that is produced by Fox News. They talk about liberty-oriented things, and you're trying to get them to cover Sam. It's my understanding they've already laid out their topics uh, for tomorrow night's program, um, but if people want to go, they can, they can go to act.freetalklive.com and act2.freetalklive.com to vote on these things. Uh, as far as getting them to change tomorrow night's show or tomorrow's show, it's very unlikely. I believe that's going to happen. But we'll bring it back here in a moment, Taryn. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. 
That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we roll here in the remaining moments of the program. Uh, taking your phone calls is always about anything. 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program, you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So head over and do that and shop and buy virtually anything you need. Dozens of categories, new, used items, whatever you want. They probably sell it at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And you can feel good about your buying habits because Free Talk Live will be getting a cut when you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. As we go back to Taryn in Georgia. Now, Taryn, you're saying that uh, the Freedom Watch show, which is a Fox News Internet-only television product they've been putting out over the last several weeks that has apparently gained quite a bit of popularity has decided on their topics for this week and that Free Talk Live was relatively successful in our organizing of the Liberty Activists, our listenership and, uh, and others who are connected to this show to go out there and push for certain topics that, well, we'd like to see them cover. Uh, specifically, Jason Sorens, the president of the Free State Project, will be appearing on their show tomorrow, which is great because this is a show that... As we pointed out before, they get 100,000 views, or that's what their claim is. They say they get 100,000 views per episode, and that's just a, that's a lot. I mean, Free Talk Live, we get 100,000 downloads a month, uh, so it's a big difference there. And so if, if we can get liberty-oriented, uh, free state slash uh, free keen, free talk live ideas on there, then I think that's... That's a good thing, and that's one of the things you're talking about here tonight is you had created a story suggestion on their website, which is a, a, the way the site is set up. It allows you to vote up, basically, things that you're interested in. As a viewer of the show, you can tell them, hey, cover this. And so you were saying that your suggestion, while it mentions Sam, you're concerned that they're actually going to just touch on the issue without actually talking about Sam? Correct. And... Here's what I just found out, because I'm still figuring this whole system out. And it's a new show, so I think they're still trying to figure stuff out. They actually sent out something saying, I know what they're going to talk about tomorrow. They actually have another forum that we haven't even talked about that allows you to ask a specific question about the topics. Mm -hmm. And there's not many people that have voted in it. So all you need, I think all we need is about 10 to 15 people to uh, click on this forum and I'll tell you what, here's what you can do. Here's what you can do. We can help you with that, but we're not going to be able to do it on the air tonight. No uh, problem. You can but email just, that to no time You can email that to me and that link, and then I'll turn that into a short link, and we'll shoot it out via the, uh, the Free Talk Live updates list. So everybody over at updates.freetalklive.com will get this. And this is a way that we can help Sam out. Now, Sam, of course, for those that are just tuning in, is our co-host, one of our weeknight co-hosts. He's from uh, the documentarian videogra videographer at obscuredtruth.com, and he's been sitting in a jail cell for now over two weeks' time, was arrested for attempting to use his video camera in an allegedly public court lobby, and he's pretty much been shut out from the mainstream media. I mean, he did get a couple of... Uh, there were a couple of articles written in the local newspaper, which I guess you could call that mainstream, but nothing... Nothing significant has been uh, has broken into the news anywhere outside of the Keene, New Hampshire area, with the exception of a handful of blogs on on the internet. And thank you to everybody who has blogged about Sam. I mean, Nolan Chart, Mises actually uh, blogged about Sam briefly this week, and there there's certainly a handful of others. I'm not I know I'm not remembering them all, uh, but thanks to everybody who's been talking about Sam. But still, we haven't been able, despite however many people have called the uh, their favorite news station or national news syndicate. 
there just hasn't been coverage about what is happening to Sam. And Dave Ridley made a point today, and I po- posted this video over at freekeen.com. Dave, in his one of his latest videos, says that apparently there's some other story in the mainstream media about a journalist that's been captured in Iran or something like that. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Iran. I don't really recall. It's Iran. It is Iran. Yep. So the mainstream media is pouring coverage on this story when the same thing is happening right here in their in their own uh, geographic landmass, well, and they're the, completely ignoring the it. The news media sort of uh, relies on the local news media in order to pick up the story, and our local news media is owned by the former mayor, so it's a very you know likely likely a statist organization that does not want to cover uh, you know the. But the, the folks. local media did cover it. The local Barely. media did cover Sam. They got a front page. There was a front page article. Yeah, but it covered all kinds of things, including true. the Free Staters are eating people. That's true. It wasn't just about. It wasn't just about Sam. You're correct. So it's uh, it's been frustrating a little bit trying to uh, to break the story out wider. And I mean, I mean, even Lou Rockwell hasn't covered this story yet. And you'd think that a, a site like Lou Rockwell would uh, would would be covering something like this, but apparently not. Uh, I emailed Will Grigg, who's kind of like the Johnny on the spot police state guy. I'm sure he gets a lot of emails, so maybe he just hasn't read it yet. So hopefully, maybe maybe this will break big after Sam gets out. I mean, who knows? Maybe there will be a certain point at which it hits some blog and somebody picks that up and then it it goes wide. Uh, but will it be as likely to break out if Sam is still not, if it is no longer in jail? I don't know. I mean, this is all new territory for me. I think this is definitely something that uh, that activists should focus on. Certain activists may want to consider making this one of the things they do, and that is promoting uh, these stories of uh, oppression of the the activists being attacked by the state to the news media and trying to get it into the media because it seems like something that we we as activists are, are lacking in ability at. I mean, we've got our own radio show and I I sent out wow. a, an email to my 550 program directors that are on my email list and no bites on an interview yeah. on it at You'd all. I think Alex Jones would be all over it, but no. Nobody's on all over anything on this, so with the exception of some some great blogs out on the internet. So a lot of a lot of news stories get overlooked, though. It it really depends on what what the news media thinks is going to sell advertising. And I guess when you've got something that seems sort of local to them, even if it's very significant, there is a tendency to overlook it unless it's already somewhere in the news cycle. It's hard to break into that. Thank you, Taryn, uh, and we'll we'll work on getting that out there. Try to help out Sam. Try to get him uh, talked about on this Freedom Watch TV show that you you were discussing earlier, and we'll we'll use our updates list for that. So if you're not on the updates list, go to updates.freetalklive.com. As we go to Andy in Michigan, Andy, you're on Free Talk Live. Andy, Michigan, going once. Andy's gone. I should read my call screening. Nick in Kentucky, you're on Free Talk Live. <laughs> What's up, Nick? You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I just had a quick thing for you. I just got out of traffic school. Yay. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. And I uh, just had a couple observations. Uh, one uh, is a weird weird law that I've never heard about. They said that uh, if you leave your keys in the car and a cop sees that, he can give you a ticket. Yep. And I had no idea, and I thought, what? oh, that's great. And the reason they gave that is because people had been getting their car stolen. I said, oh, that's nice. Hey, uh, hey! I, I found your cars, uh, your know, keys in the car. Car could have gotten stolen here. I'm going to help you. Out. I'm going to give you a ticket. Right. So instead and, of losing uh, your car, you only lose a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Right. I've heard. I've, well, my understanding of it, I think they've done that around here before. But I think if you leave your car keys in the ignition, I think I've heard of people getting tickets for that. Yeah. Quickly, Either your other way. observation. Go ahead. Uh, the other observation was it just it was a bunch of bullcrap. It was a four-hour class. And I think maybe we talked about a couple of things with speeding. The rest of it was 
drugs <laughs> and alcohol. A little bunch of nonsense. And how much did yeah, you have to pay to go for the privilege of attending the class? Uh, I'd pay $15, but that got me out of they uh, When I went to court for the ticket, I fought it, and I lost, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they said, now, if you go to traffic school, you only have to pay the court cost, not the ticket. Now, the ticket was like $30, and the court cost was like 200 So Well, yeah, they still got you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah either way, me, they so. get you. Thanks for the call, yep. dude. Appreciate right. the story. 800-259-9231. Just enough time for a quick update from Sam. Uh, I have not heard from him in a couple of days, but apparently he did call Ivy today, so he's okay. Uh, the story over at freekeen.com is an excerpt here from one of his uh, the pieces of mail he sent out to Mike Barsky from Mail to Jail, uh, mail-to-jail.com. He's saying that he's had no access to Ivy since the initial two visits last week. Uh, he did get the writ of habeas corpus, thinks Ivy did a great job. That's going up to the Supreme Court at this point in New Hampshire, trying to get our friend Sam out of jail. He says, I got copies of the charges against me thanks to Ivy mailing them. Article 14 of the Constitution says every subject in the state is entitled to a certain remedy by having recourse to the laws for all the injuries he may receive in his person, property, or character to obtain right and justice freely without being obliged to purchase it completely and without any denial, promptly and without without delay, conformably to the laws. But again, rights are only for those that consent. So he's pointing out that their laws say all kinds of things about what, how he's supposed to be treated, which he's not being treated that way. They're denying him a trial, uh, certainly denying him a speedy trial. He's not and, in there for breaking the law. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, they, they, they gave him one of these disorderly conduct things, which is you know, one of these catch-all charges that they use when, they haven't, when somebody hasn't broken the law. Now, there you may know, be... Th- that's a little clue. When, they haven't, when, you don't, when you can't find a law for what someone's done, they haven't broken it. This story may break out, hopefully, if Carlos Miller covers it from Carlos Miller.com. Sam has spoken to him, although Carlos had to pay $5.50 for the first minute and over $3 for each additional minute, plus a $1.50 billing fee. Wow. Uh, as he points out, as in, in an age where I pay $10 a month with unlimited long distance, is anyone surprised the jail owns the phone company? We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. I'm going to keep things going here for a bonus podcast-only edition of Free Talk Live. Internet-only, podcast-only. We'll be talking with uh, Zach Fix, the host of Bureaucrash's Podcrash. Okay, I have a uh, cell number for you to dial for him. Okay, great. Uh, well, we'll have to do that. So we're going to just turn the mics off for a quick moment come here on. and come back shortly. These are challenging times. Inflation, job security, political and financial uncertainty affect us all. Now more than ever, it's important to review your life insurance needs should something happen to you. Experts agree. Most families should have life insurance protection of 10 times their income. The great news is life insurance rates have never been this low. When you call Termco, Gil Edwards will tell you how affordable term life insurance can be. Gil specializes in saving people money on top-rated term life insurance. Find out if you're paying too much or if you don't have enough. Ask about the new return of premium plans, which return your entire premium back to you after 20 or 30 years, tax-free, guaranteed. Your family's protected either way. Get the best coverage with Termco at the lowest possible rate. Call Termco for a free no-obligation quote. Call 800-493-7712. 800-493-7712. That's 800-493-7712. Zach, it's Ian and Mark. Hey, guys. You are live on the Internet. Oh, wow, right on. (laughs) 
Yes, so we are going to uh, to jump right into this here. So, so uh, the reason I the reason I wanted to do this interview, Zach, is because uh, you you do a, a podcast. That's well, it's it's our competition, I guess, but it's the uh, the pod crash, and you do it for bureau bureau crash, and I. You know, I wanted to I wanted to talk about it, see what see what you're doing over there, find out more about uh, you know, what what your whole format is and stuff like that. So tell me about it. All right. Well, you know, thank you very much. And I don't really see us as um, you know competition because you guys are a nightly call-in show and we're an interview-based show that's uh, once a week at best. It's okay, Zach. Uh, we we don't really consider anybody else our competition. <laughs> we're just that vain. Well, you guys have, you know, pretty good reason to be. There's not a real libertarian talk radio show out there on the FM band. You know, you've got your Glenn Becks and your uh, Neil Bortz, but you guys are actually pro-liberty pro consistently. Yep. Well, um, it's, well, it's all about sticking to the show, Zach. That's the only thing that's, you know, got us yeah. where we are. Well, um, enough about you guys. Let's talk about uh, the bike yeah. crash for a minute. Um, the pod crash basically is, um, you know, it's aimed at, uh, the bureaucrash activists network, um, fans, crashers, and even people who are less familiar with the ideas. Um, we try to mix up our, um, guests from Liberty thinkers like, uh, uh, Patry Friedman and, um, um, coming up soon, we've got, um, Peter Leeson, a George Mason economist who's writing or just finished a book on the economics of pirates and Did, voluntary societies on board ships. Didn't you just do one with uh, our buddy Gardner Goldsmith? Absolutely, yeah. I did Gard. Um, he was the last last show I did, and uh, I've done – I'll be a guest on Liberty Conspiracy. We already recorded that, but he had computer problems, so we've got to re-record it soon. Hmm. Um, and we've had um, – Everyone from like the founder of or one of the founding members of Greenpeace, who's now a pro nuclear energy activist. Yeah, I think I to, I've read some stuff by that guy. I think wasn't he on uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit at one time? Oh my god! Yeah, that's right. I first I think heard I'm going to die. I'm just about ready to faint. <laughs> Marcus. Sorry, we just read the Supreme Court ruling on uh, fleeting expletives, and and uh, Ian just said bullshit into the microphone and uh, it forgot that only, we were internet it's only. only been a few minutes that we've yeah. been off the radio and onto the podcast so uh, i can turn it on and off like that that's why i'm a radio professional <laughs> okay i'm sorry for interrupting zach not a problem but uh <laughs> to entertainment people that are pro-liberty um like musicians uh punk rock or punk metal legend joe young of uh anti-scene yeah uh um Canadian crasher and uh, popular um, pop music artist, uh, Lindy Voppenfjord, who's uh, part of a group up there called Major Maker. Not familiar. Uh, I think he's a listener of the show. That name sounds familiar. Okay. Um, he's really worth checking out. You know, he's been on uh, Satellite Radio um, Award winner, Canadian New Music uh, Award winner. Um, just, just fun stuff. Um, and... Goth industrial musician Anders Manga, who's um, you know, much bigger in uh, Europe than he is here, but that's just the market. So is David Hasselhoff. Absolutely. So um, covering and, a lot of uh, covering a lot of bases. How long's the pod crash been around now? Um, it's been around for over. We might already be at the three-year mark. It started wow, out as you know a USB headset and. Uh, 
uh, Skype and has uh, evolved from there. Fantastic. So, uh, so I think the last time we talked, you were talking about you guys had several thousand subscribers. Has uh, th- have those numbers been going up? Um, those we've changed the way we're uh, looking at uh, stats. Uh, we changed software over, so the new stats we're not as sure about because gotcha. um, they're not as in depth. Um, we had you know lots of listeners coming from. Uh, Canada that seemed to have uh, dropped off the map, but hmm. we're not sure why. Well, I know um, that I or, saw some numbers out of uh, Bureaucrash Social that uh, Bureaucrash Social has peaked out at, uh, not peaked, but has grown to the point of having over 3,000 members. And I remember it wasn't too long ago that number was 1,000 or 1,500. And so whether or not your statistics are, are accurate at this point with the, the pod crash, there's no doubt that Bureaucrash as a whole is really uh, kind of uh, maturing into uh, quite an organization, and you guys are part of that. So inevitably, some of those three thousand people are going to come over and, and find your your pod crash. Right, absolutely. All right, we've got a lot of um, you know people on that are on Bureaucrash Social as a result of being guests on the podcast or on the pod crash, and uh, vice versa. People I've found through Bureaucrash Social that have then gone on to be guests. Um, so we've you know worked through it and feed off of each other to grow and promote. Because, again, the, the pod crash isn't just aimed at existing crashers. It's aimed at people who have maybe stumbled across bureaucrash.com, which is more aimed at people new to the ideas, while the bureaucrash social is aimed at people who are already pro-liberty activists. Now, um, you, you're mentioning uh, bureaucrash, and I know I, I happen to have heard through the grapevine. I think I got some email, or maybe it was through bureaucrash, uh, bureaucrashsocial.com, um, or uh, from Pete Ayer, recommending you for the uh, uh, crasher in chief for uh, his former position. Is that so? Yes, um, I've recently, you know, Pete left uh, the crasher in chief position to yeah. go explore the free agent stuff and motorhome diary stuff. As you know, you guys have interviewed him several times on it. Yeah, sure. Um, We're keeping track of him. And, him and Jason. Yes. yes, and he and he and Jason have uh, both worked together to uh, launch an initiative through free agents and through Bureaucrat Social, um, voicing their support for me to fill in the rather big shoes that they've left. Pete does. I don't know actually what the size of his feet are, but he is a rather large man <laughs> well, as far as I, you know I, his chest size. Is I don't concerned. know. Like I don't. I don't know um, much about your level of, activi- of activism, um, Zach. But I do know that uh, you know Pete is a dynamic individual and was a great leader. And he wouldn't, it, to, to my mind, wouldn't recommend you if he you know didn't have reason for that. So you know, I'm, good luck is what my thoughts are. Thank you very much. I'm. I'm it's going they are rather big and shoes to fill i mean you know jason or pete i think wears a, a size 14 extra muscle um <laughs> which i don't know if it's a real shoe size but i'm sure for pete probably are um and you know pete and jason have are both super active and super activists that i've had the great pleasure to work with and for through um uh through bureaucrash um We've worked together on things like the um, Warp Tour, getting bureaucrash tables all across the U.S. for the last uh, two summers, which is a project I've spearheaded for them. And my work with them through the 
podcasts or through the PodCrash and various other whatever random projects and that they've come across and said, hey, help with this, or other projects that have – or stuff behind the scenes because I come from a um, web marketing and Internet sales uh, background and so have helped with, you know, exploring other options through um, at, um, banner trades or advertising trades and, you know, exploring even how to look at stats for the website to gauge our growth. I think it would be great if you won just, uh, I mean, not only for the, for your career and adding it to your resume, but I think it will also be great because uh, it would be you'd be the third crasher-in-chief at Bureaucrash to be a Free State Project member and also, uh, you know, possible potential mover to Keen. I, I know that uh, Jason and Pete, when they're done with MotorhomeDiaries.com, uh, touring around the country, are going to be p- coming back to Keen. I know you've certainly talked about, certainly you are a Free State Project uh, participant, I believe, at this point. And uh, I know you've got your eyes on Keen. Yes. Um, Keen seems like such a big place for the... Um, more voluntarist, more stateless activism, um, more anti, um, anti-state, pro-liberty activism, with, even within the Free State Project, that it seems like a great place to go. And, you know, being close to those liberty people that I've known but only get to see, you know, a couple of times a year through um, liberty events or when I'm driving through D.C. for other stuff. No. So now that... I'm Come sorry. up to New Hampshire, especially in Keene, would be great. Now, um, you we were. Uh, I wanted you had mentioned pirates on the uh, the pod crash, and I wanted who is this, pirates. Yeah, who is who is this guy that you're having on, and what's some what's some other things that people can expect in the future on the pod crash? Um, his name's uh, Pete Leeson. He's a uh, economics professor at uh, George Mason University, uh-huh. uh, and he just. Uh, published a book called um, The uh, uh, Invisible Hook, um, The Hidden Economics of Pirates. And basically it's coming at uh, from an idea of, you know, you talk, there's always talk of Adam Smith and the invisible hand, but pirates being outside of the normal economy um, aren't so much guided by an invisible hand as they are by the invisible hook. That does um, sound interesting. It's incredibly interesting. I've been well, we'd originally talked about doing an interview because he's friends with Pete um, back in 2007, maybe early 2008, but he knew he was working on the book, so we had to postpone it until the book came out. So it finally came out. I'm reading it now, and it's amazing. They have, um, you know, instead of social contract theory or instead of this constitution that people – some people agreed for on or two a couple of hundred years ago. It was everyone on the ship agreed to it, and um, the pirate or the the ca- pirate ship captain often didn't have. Um, he wasn't necessarily the most powerful person on the ship. He was during battle, but a lot of the other times there's another position, the quartermaster, who had more power as far as giving up the food, yeah. giving up the things like that. Um, so seeing, you know, voluntary societies working. Yeah, it's interesting. And, um, it's a, like, small-scale, people talk about they want to see some kind of example. Even, you know, the seasteading people can look at, hey, here it is in the past, 
already working. Now, of course, you have to overlook the fact that they were going and stealing and looting. Right. Well, I mean, there's there's that part. But, <laughs> you know, when you think about it, the fact is that the captain on a regular ship um, is the, the most powerful guy, and he has the force of law, which is once we get off this ship, mateys, um, you know, the, the government is going to hunt you down and kill you. Just take a look at the mutiny on the bounty, and you'll you'll see that they did a very, you know, they 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 went halfway around the world to get these guys that uh, mutinied the bounty. Um, and on a pirate ship, nobody cares if anybody mutinies. So the uh, you know, things are, are much more egalitarian, I would imagine. Right, and they would even it, it was just. It's a great book, definitely worth looking into. And when the pod crash comes out in uh, probably about uh, two weeks, depending on how much time I get to spend on reading, um, it's something to really look forward to. Very cool. Um, now, Mark, you had given a, the incorrect website earlier, and I didn't correct you on it. You said bureaucrashsocial.com. I do not believe that website exists. Okay. Well, uh, but, Zach, am I correct that it's bureaucrash.com, and then from there you can get to the social website as well as the pod crash section? You can get it to it that way or social.bureaucrash.com. Ah, that's what I meant. And what about PodCrash? Yeah. How, what's the quickest way to get there? Um, there's a great big button on the right side of either bureaucrash.com or, social, or on the Bureaucrash Social. Excellent. So people can go get subscribed uh, and get on board with the Bureaucrash PodCrash. And, of course, uh, hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed for you and... Hope that you uh, end up in the the president's uh, wait the crasher in chief chair uh, there at Bureaucrash because uh, certainly there again big boots to fill but I, I'm I'm hoping that you're up to the job I don't know personally you know I don't know you personally but we've talked a little bit Zach and I like you and I like what you're doing I've heard uh, some of the Bureaucrash pod crashes and uh, you're out there doing good work and, and you have a very cunning mustache I only wish that there were more of them that's my only that's my only complaint is that there are just not enough Bureaucrash uh, uh, pod crashes do you feel like you're going to have less time if you become the crasher-in-chief, will somebody have to take over that role for you as far as doing the pod crash is concerned? No, I think I'd actually be able to dedicate um, more time to it. Oh, great. Right now, I'm, I'm somewhat limited to I can only schedule interviews when I'm not traveling for, for work or I'm not at my full-time job right now. Yeah. Um, so it's working my schedule around other I people's see. schedule. But if I'm um, with the the crasher in chief position, will allow me to schedule wins best for them. Excellent, very good, Zach. Anything else you want to share with our audience tonight? Uh, no, keep up. Other than just keep up the good work. Um, if you're not part of the Free State Project or uh, Bureaucrash Social, sign up, join up, and uh, keep fighting the fight for liberty. Excellent, sir. I really appreciate your time tonight. Thank you, Zach. Keep up the good work. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Have a good yep. Good night, man. All right. Uh, the number here for the uh, the the number for the extended edition of the show six zero three four three five one one zero five. Doing an extended uh, podcast, internet only edition of the program. Uh, just finished up the interview with uh, Zach Fix from Bureaucrash. You know, I've um, he was just saying uh, to sign up for the Free State Project, and you yeah, know, get on. I um. You know, more and more I'm thinking that it's things are definitely, you know, ramping up. Each time I, I, you know, I always think in the present, wow, things are ramping up for the Free State Project. But more and more I think that things are ramping up and that it's getting, it's, 
it's getting to be a, a more mature movement, and uh, you know, where I'm learning things here. Oh, I remember we're being we, attacked now. Yeah, well, when for one thing, when we rolled into town, we were sort of the government sucks. I hate these politicians, kind of thing. And, and I think we didn't learn necessarily how they do politics here in uh, Keene, and uh, maybe mm-hmm. perhaps in New Hampshire. I don't know, but it's it's um you know it's a much more uh, you know personal on the level thing. You're meeting with the police now in order to uh, establish relations. Now I'm not yeah, saying we did. Never been done. We didn't need to travel the path that we did in order to get where we are. I don't know. We're but, here now, right? So I've, you know, I've learned things, and I've, uh, you know, I've, 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 I've um, of the opinion that uh, there are different ways to go about getting what we want out of, uh, you know, the state as it exists. Well, and, I didn't want to jump down Zach's throat there at the very end of the call mm-hmm. when he used the, you know, fight the fight. Oh, well, I yeah. just don't like that terminology, right, and, and I think it's that terminology that kind of uh, that is it, it uh, embodies what you you're talking about the the old attitudes yeah. that we have uh, kind of pushed aside and have moved along and moved ahead toward a more i don't know compassionate uh caring form of activism that is more humane uh toward the bureaucrats uh because they are still doing bad things i mean th- there's no doubt that bureaucrats are are harming people and and they're doing wrong things to people but we're not going to get anywhere by hating them or right. by being vitriolic toward right. them. E- expressing that hate. And, you know, or by that, fighting them. Right. All yeah. that's going to do is cause them to line up on the other side. And mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to open your arms and honesty and love. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny when you talk like Dave. But, I, you know, honestly. He's got it, yeah. <laughs> Dave has it, man. Uh, what, whatever. It's, it, it's something that works. And I've, I, you know, that, that's sort of where I'm moving, um, moving towards. And I like to yeah. say stand for liberty. Stand, yeah, that's good. You know, stand for liberty. Don't back down. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah honestly, it's it's a landmark term that I'm I'm co-opting. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we've said stand before. It's not a landmark term. They co-opted that. Well, likely they did before that. But that's yeah. where I've I've got the uh, you know I am a stand, stand up for, for your beliefs. Right. right? Uh, don't fight anybody over your beliefs, but stand up and yep. be firm and, uh, and 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 be strong. Try try to use try, try to keep your voice soft. I you know I've been trying to do that more on the air. Sometimes your reasoning I, sound, your voice soft. Yep. I sometimes I come unglued. Still, you know, it's certain. You can't it help happen. it. Yeah. I mean, when they're hurting people, it's easy to do that, and yeah. and, and you can tell. You can kind of tell who some of the newer people are in town because they're the ones that tend to get loud. Yeah. Right? There's Gosh. A, there's a newer guy here, Kurt. I like him. Nice, really cool guy. Uh, but he's he's one of the uh, in-your-face, I'm going to uh, insult every bureaucrat I see, that kind of mentality. And while to some extent I am amused by Kurt's antics, uh, I also can see myself in him from a couple of years ago. And I, I see that as not being as successful a tactic as far as helping these bureaucrats come to understand what liberty is right. and why it's important. I'm not going to use the term uh, poisoning the well or anything like that just because, for one, I, I don't think it worked on me when people used it, uh, you know, used it to describe what you're doing or whatever, what other people are doing. I, I just, I'm... It's a learning process. I think people make mistakes. You I, know? Well, I, 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 you know, I think there's different paths and maybe the, these mistakes are steps that need to be taken along the path. Maybe they're not. I don't maybe know. Maybe so. I think a lot of people have to learn the hard way. I, you can tell somebody, hey, don't do that, but until they touch the hot stove, they're not going to know for sure, right? right? But and, and the other part of it is the reason I'm not so upset about it, because I, I remember I was so upset about the Ron Paul thing. You people need to vote for Ron Paul. You need mm. to. You aren't anarchists that aren't voting. You know, all 
two dozen of yeah. them. Um, <laughs> so, the, um, I, I'm sorry, I've gotten a little off Think track. for a moment. 603-435-1105, here doing the extended internet edition of the show. 603-435-1105 if you want to get in here. Sorry, I uh, just lost my train of thought for just a moment. But I've, I was so worried about those things, and now I'm of the opi- I've sort of become of the opinion that... It's inevitable now. Sure. The freedom, some level of freedom, and, and probably what you're expecting um, from freedom and what I'm expecting is, is something different. But the, there's going to be more freedom, and the Free State Project is going to be successful, um, to, to my mind. It if has we, to be. If we just roll the government back halfway from where it is today, we've been successful and uh, somehow pin it there. That if you can likely. roll it back that far, you can roll it back further. Sure. Right? I'm just I, I'm just trying to define what success is. Success well, is all going the other direction from where we are today. Right. I mean, it's only going to go in, in my opinion, one of two ways. It's going to go toward, uh, you know, the nuclear incineration of the Earth or total voluntary society. I think that, uh, you know, and I'm going to be an optimist. Yeah, I'm not looking that far ahead. Uh, all <laughs> I'm looking for is success in the Free State Project. And I I. I see momentum in that direction, and that makes me feel good. And the other thing yeah. is, is I, even if the, the, the voluntarists come here and smear peanut butter on themselves uh, for liberty and then run around the, that, the town naked, and they really don't do a whole bunch as far as, you know, they make a bunch of noise, they don't get, they, they, they're, they don't look like they're doing anything to me, I still think it'll be successful because what that manages to do is that manages to draw more of the voluntarists here that want to get involved, and then they're going to learn from doing stuff and doing well, things. And let's that... be fair, Mark. They're not smearing peanut butter and running out, running around naked, though a nudity protest would be a fine idea. Uh, it's nice weather for it right the, now. You better believe it's it. It's been beautiful weather. The, uh, the voluntarists are coming here, and they are getting more active, and I think that, I mean, even you, Mark, you had to admit that J- uh, Jesse, one of the local activists here in the Keene area, his recent protests, you, you used the term, I think, poignant or something like that. Right. You said it was poignant um, uh, I, I, I don't like the, the gun that he brought, but... I, yeah. you know, I mean, the, the thing is, is, I'm just sitting here from the sidelines saying everybody's mm, got a critique. Um, right? No, yes, and yeah. that's I don't know how helpful that is. I mean, I'm I'm going to chime in, but you I'm not could gonna... be helpful by coming on Friday to Andrew Carroll's trial, but uh, you've already chickened out of that one. I don't know, man. It looks like it's going to be a circus. But wait a minute, it's <laughs> it's only a circus because they're not allowing cameras into the courtroom. If they would just well, allow cameras into the courtroom, that's not my that's not my goal here, Ian. My goal currently, uh, you know, what my little bit of activism is, is I'm going to set myself up as the um, the 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 person that the people that dislike the government, you know, dislike the the, the free Keniacs. Go to. You've done that. To, Fred order, Parcells loves you, the local absolutely. former politician. Former but I want to cement that uh, position a bit more. So that so. means you can't be at a uh, trial about marijuana. You can't be at uh, a trial that. What's uh, the point in having me? You're going to have 30 people there, so you're going to have the 31. More the merrier. It, the, the, it does make a difference. I'm asking what the if one everybody person. Everybody said what's that, Mark. If everybody said, "Well, if I don't need to be there," I can't be control what everybody there. else does. But and if everybody, everybody else is setting said that. themselves up as the uh, the go-to guy. Everybody's got their own act. Activism, Ian, yeah. and their own, and their activism isn't necessarily what you want them I to do. I understand that. I'm However, just saying, if those people will come to your trial, Mark. That's all. I, they absolutely will. No right. Doubt. See, that's all I'm saying. If you want people to come to your trial, maybe you should have a little good karma. Put it out there. You I've know? been to plenty of people's trials right. here, and what if that's I can fine. do more good by not going? Tell yourself whatever you need to to make yourself feel but, better. About but, but, but tell yourself that you're going to do some good by going. I will be doing good by going Why because. <laughs> 
Whatever. It makes a difference to have numbers in the case of these You're bureaucrats. You're going to have huge numbers. I hope so. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be you in the middle of the day. You always say that, and it's always huge. It's, it's I mean, not always look, huge. It, look, anything that... Ha- pff, there is nothing like this going on anywhere. Hopefully it will be huge. I mean, the, the turnout you're showing, for Andrew's What you're doing is huge. you're showing the rest of the people like you, you little voluntarist, uh, you know, uh, civil disobedience crowd. You're showing them, look, we're making it happen here. The people that believe in that concept around the United States are seeing these videos. Yeah. They're saying to themselves, holy crap, that there's nothing like this happening anywhere in there the world. Is. There's nothing like this that's ever happened in the world. Get up here. I'm going to have to get there. So Soon. they come. And right now, They're to coming. me, what's, um, what, what's occurring with you guys is only for the purpose of attracting more of the people in order to do more of this stuff so that it can then have some effect. And the government is playing right into our hands. They absolutely are. This, this is so hilarious. There's been a spike in the sign-ups for the uh, the Free State Project uh, oh, in, the, yeah. in the last week. Oh, yeah, after the week. hit piece article? After the hit piece article, they, got, you know, they caused people to sign up. You know, and I get so angry there and was upset a hit. Let's about Let's bring our things. listeners up to speed, because we haven't really talked about this, I don't think, on the show yet. No. The, there's this uh, on- online journal, Counterpunch. It's also apparently available in print form. It's called Muck Raking with an Attitude. Now, Counterpunch, uh, to its credit, has been linked to on the Lou Rockwell blog a number of times, so they've covered oh, liberty-oriented they, things before. They let some people write on there that, that research their articles. However, they just don't have a lot of editorial... Uh, uh, you know, spine, as it were. Right. This woman, Pam Martins, uh, wrote ha- an article. Who happens to, uh, you know, have decided that uh, some free staters shirked her in some really paranoid way, including myself. Yeah, she's apparently nuts. Uh, she wrote an article basically conflating the Free State Project with a website called the Free Town Project and suggesting that uh, the free staters are coming to New Hampshire to legalize incest and to legalize cannibalism. I mean, she took the the article to the most ludicrous right. extreme possible. And that's the really the great part about it. You're like, cannibalism? Are you serious? And the the great part about it is that she went so crazy and, and like, used this cannibalism thing. So what she oh, did... Oh, and there's the corporate, the shadowy corporate backers right, right, as the well. Shadowy, and the best she could come up with was that uh, Jason Sorens, the uh, founder of the Free State Project, had taken some money from some think tanks. Like the Koch Foundation. Right. He's gotten paid in order to be a professor and... and He's an know, academic. They get grants and that, stuff. That's absolutely. So this is the shadowy corporate backing. This is somehow different than ACORN and all these other I like uh, what, democratic organizations that this woman likely supports. I like what Jason from Sacred CAI had to say about it over the Free State Project forum, and that is that if there were, if he had known that there were, uh, you know, all these backers, these corporate backers, uh, we should have the, you know, we I think that's what he said. He, he said we should have the the goal taken care of by now. I mean, if if Coke Industries is pouring money into the Free State Project, we should have that twenty thousand number. Because the the reason why we don't have twenty thousand is a marketing problem. It's because the the Free State Project concept just isn't out there enough, heavily enough, amongst the liberty oriented population. It's ex- and it's expensive to get out there um, yeah. heavily enough. So if we had enough money, we could very easily promote that twenty thousand. We could be there within a matter of uh, probably ninety days or less. If we had enough money. Yeah, it's it's probably but, true. But there is so, no shadowy corporate backer of the Free State Project. And right. uh, so she's paranoid and she's nuts. But what you're saying, Mark, is that this article, it, it hit the Internet 
And then she wrote a follow-up article, which is now over at Counterpunch. I think it's counterpunch.com. I don't know. Counterpunch. Anyway, she wrote a follow-up article about how the the radical far right is attempting to take over the the state of New Hampshire by force. And, of course, I uh, take offense to being labeled the far right. Uh, but nonetheless, and in fact, I've I've uh, in, I've invited Pam onto the show to talk about these right, things. Right, but you see, this is she this is her thing, back. though. Right, she, she's she's a liar, and people can see liars, and that's okay. And uh, you know, the, the what I mean, people out there consider themselves to be far right. So the far righters say, "Well, hell, let's sign up for the Free State Project." I, quite mm. honestly, I'll take a certain level of far righters in the Free State Project. I'll take a certain level of far lefters in the Free State Project. I just want people that can be educated on liberty. At the very least, have some some level of understanding on liberty and some level to, you know, that they're willing to be educated further. So thank you to uh, Pam and Counterpunch for oh, the article. Well, don't forget, uh, um, forget Phil Balance, who then took this. Phil Bance from the Keen Bance, Bance, excuse me, um, who took this uh, article from the website that says muckraking with, a, with an attitude yeah. and then put it in a real newspaper, which I really, uh, and, and then didn't, like, check. He used the cannibalism thing and did some smearing himself. And I've got to say, I don't know. I mean, I know Phil in, in real life life um and he nice did guy. yeah he did a great article on me and and but you know i i don't know what happened there like why did he take this article from this website which he's got an editor to please you know? claims got, that it's you know muckraking and phil i talked to phil he was at a social sundays actually oh, he cool. came out to social sundays here in Keene. it's our local weekly event where liberty-minded people get together and hang out and it's at a bar locally here in Keene at the vendetta and Phil, the article, uh, the writer for the, the local newspaper, came out the day after, I think, or shortly thereafter, his article was released. I think released. it was the day of. Yeah, and he was sitting there at the bar in this uh, in the room full of people, and a lot of these folks were upset at Phil uh, for his article. I, on the other hand, th- took the time to thank him. Again, going back to the, uh, you know, catching flies with honey thing, the being nice to, to people and, well, and being a, cordial. It's a front-page article. That's a good thing. Hell yeah. The first half of the article, um, and most people don't make it all the way through these things was a good thing. Phil gave me the last word in that article. I, I the last quote in that article was was me, and he right. quoted me about how the the movement is decentralized, and he got all my quotes accurately. You know, as far as what uh, right. our side of things, he got that the negative side of things. And again, he's a journalist; it's his job right. to present the, two the, sides. The, it's it's hard to find good negative stuff on the Free State Project. So he went with this Pam Martin article. Pam Martin's right. article. It was and, written and legitimate. What he should have done, in my opinion, is go to city councilors and Fred Parcells and you know the people of that sort of uh, you know to to kind of talk to them about what they thought rather than uh, going with this Pam Martin's nonsense. Well, we don't know exactly what the behind-the-scenes story no, is, but absolutely. as Phil told me, and this is to be under, this is what you need to understand, he's not the editor. Right. He's just a journalist. So he can't write... He's a really cool, a really nice guy. I've had great conversations uh, with him, and I had a nice conversation with him at the bar, and he was telling me that, you know, he's got to get this story past his editor. And in order to do that, it has to appear as though he's covering both sides of the issue. And sure. in this case, it may have Unless been the editor the who said, hey, Bill, put this in your article. I mean, I don't know exactly where the Pam Martin's thing came from for his article. It's but, garbage. <laughs> yeah, but I, so it may not have even been him. Uh, but nonetheless, he put it in his article, and that's what got it through. And it got it to the front page because, hey, uh, 
that sort of stuff sells newspapers. I mean, cannibalism, that's going to sell newspapers, right? So I understand where he was coming from, and obviously right. we would love to we would love right. to have all of the newspapers in New Hampshire be run by libertarians right, and right. Absolutely. Uh, all and of the reporters to be libertarian. And, that's where you know. I know I'm being unreasonable. I mean, I don't like you know I don't like where the article came from. I think that there could have been better ways to write it. But if I really felt like there were better ways to write it, I should have gone to journalism school and I should be there you, you know, working as a, a reporter in now. a dying industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Poor guys. Well, journalism isn't dying. Newspapers, Newspapers are, are dying. dying. Right. And, you know, you'll move on and you'll go to some other place. It's likely he's not going to spend his whole career there anyway, so what difference does that make? Yeah, that's true. They typically to... bounce in out of school to the, to a place like the Keene Sentinel, get a, get a few articles under their belt, and then move on And the Sentinel's else. not going to be going anywhere anytime soon because there's not a lot of media in Keene in competition. So you're not competing with television. Uh, the, radios, yeah. the radio stations, there's basically only two radio companies in Keene, so mm-hmm. there's not a lot of uh, ad venues in order to compete with the the newspapers. So, so anyway, thanks to Pam Martins and yeah. Counterpunch for the ratings, or the, not the ratings boost, but the uh, the sign increase in, sign in signups at the Free State Project website. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And so, yeah, I've I, I know that I've been all I've been all worried on it, and it's it, it's all for nothing because it's it's working, people. The when they fight us, we win. When they don't fight us, we win. It seems uh, you know there, there's progress being made. Oh, and it's so funny when people look at the Free State Project and they say, "What are you guys doing? There's nothing happening over there." They do what you didn't even elect Ron Paul. Blah 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 blah. There's all so, sorts of critiques out there about right. the Free State Project, and it's just if you're critiquing the Free State Project, show me how you're winning. Show me how your liberty movement is kicking ass and taking names right. wherever it is you live. Because it's only just beginning here. And as you're saying, Mark, you can, well, you can feel it begin. It's building. Can, it's getting bigger. I can see More people some, are coming. Some people say, like, I get, I get where, you know, some of the critiques go. I agree that doing something isn't necessarily better than doing nothing. However, we know what doing nothing does us does for us. And... People are doing their best for liberty. I think that Jesse made a horrible mistake by burning that flag on you know election day. But it's that's my, the bridge. That's man. my opinion, and I don't think it. It clearly, you know, six months later, it doesn't seem to have set us back terribly. Certainly, there's some people that uh, you know consider the Free State Project to be full of bad people because Jesse did that. But I don't know that it's going to matter. No, I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. I mean, there's all kinds of people can. Can look at whatever they want and say right. whatever they want they about it. They can critique um, all they want on what the activism is that's yeah. going on in the state, and I've got lots of critiques myself. I get that. However, I know what doing nothing gets us. And get here and show us how to do it right. I mean, if you think it's uh, the, right. the critiques come out on freekeen.com in the comment section where somebody will say, "Well, I think you should blah 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 blah." Well, come on out. Right. Come on, show us how it's done. Hey, if we're such a bunch of bumbling idiots, well, come up here and show even, us your greatness and show, even how, show us how to it's, do it. It's not even that. It's that, um, you know, because for one, you've got to talk to that person with love and honesty, right? So, yeah, like maybe you can do a better job. Maybe, really, maybe you can do a better job. But I can tell you that the truth is in this world that your idea stinks to everybody but you because mm-hmm. it's your idea. And that's how it is for my ideas and everybody else's ideas. That's why you think my idea stinks, because it's not your idea. So come on up here and do it, please. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of the world. It's not true with libertarian stuff. It's true with everything. Is oh, I could do that better. Somebody, somebody has a better Perfect. idea about how to shovel poo in yeah. a horse barn. So... You know, I, I, I we're here. I take, we're waiting take, for you. Yeah, we take these critiques with a uh, with a grain of salt. Um, 
some people have uh, posited that there are other countries that might be a better idea. Get on it. Get well, out there. One of the things that I'd it. like to point out on other countries is they're not moving towards liberty. They're moving away. Yeah, we, I don't know. Which one? There have been good things said about Estonia. I don't know. Maybe they are still moving away from liberty, but uh, there's some countries that have kind of j- t- taken a leapfrog uh, jump mm-hmm. away from tyranny. Maybe they'll start sliding back toward tyranny. That's probably what's likely to happen, but one there of the are problems, some positive things. One of, the pro- thing, uh, one of the advantages I'd like to point out about New Hampshire as opposed to other countries yeah. is um, the one advantage, you don't have to learn a new language. You don't have to go through an immigration process it's, it's if you live within the United States. It's one States. of the freest places in the world where you can speak English. Um, if you're in the United States, you would have to go through an immigration uh, process if you it's were correct. elsewhere. But the other thing is, none of them have a nationally syndicated radio talk show that's focused on liberty, where the where the hosts no. are members and you know completely on board. I understand it must sound to some people like oh free you know like it's some giant commercial for the Free State Project. This is what we believe in. We may, we may not be right, but we found all kinds of justifications, and we share those justifications with you. This is the evidence that we have that we're right. You have to look at that evidence and decide. I want to go on Seastead. I'm going to go out in the seas well, and float around. I think that there's some things to be said about Seastead. Yeah, I go really, ahead. really, really do. Sit around and wait for another 15 years, and then uh, hopefully throw your... Why are you, why are you give me the cut sign, Mark? I just I disagree. It's going to take a, like a decade for them to get this thing started. I agree. So if you want to sit around and wait and do nothing for a little while while they get the seasteading thing rolling, great. Come we'll here. be here doing activism in the meantime. Come here and see how things uh, work out with seasteading. You know, get get on board with seasteading, but there's not much you can do except put money towards it. They're you know they're they're putting together their their company and all that stuff, and so. Yeah, there's no money you have to put towards the Free State Project. I mean, they'll accept your money, they'll take your money, and they'll invest. The, you know, they'll uh, reinvest it into advertising the Free State Project. But you don't have to. There, when you sign up for the Free State Project, the statement of intent, you don't have to give any money to the organization. It's just you saying that I intend to move to New Hampshire in order to get active for liberty, and then that's what you go and do. Yeah. So that's why Pam Martin said such a difficult time finding the corporate money. Yeah, hey, it's there not is there. none. There's absolutely none. Look, I'm not trying to crap on the seasteading guys. I hope it works out for them. But that's way out in the future. That's you know, for me, that's pie in the sky. Right now, there are people with their boots on the ground here in New Hampshire doing real activism, both inside and outside of the system. It's uh, it's a burgeoning movement. More people are coming here. They're getting more excited uh, week after week. This weekend, uh, this coming Friday, the the Andrew Carroll trial, as you say, Mark, you're predicting a huge turnout. There were a lot of people there when Andrew possessed his uh, marijuana in public a couple of months ago, back in handful of months back in January. Now this is going to be his trial here uh, four or five months later. And there there are people that are talking Two about more... Two people have signed up for the Free State Project since we've been talking. There are, uh, <laughs> there are, uh, there are people that have been uh, talking about doing more camera civil disobedience. Our friend Sam is in jail. He's been in there for two two weeks. Dave Ridley from Ridley Report was arrested for ca- uh, having a video camera in the same hallway. We're expecting maybe more of that this Friday. And it's right. building upon itself. And more people are seeing this and they're saying, wow, this is happening. Do I want want to sit around and wait for uh, Ron Paul to run again in 2012 or whoever the hell it is going to be then and throw my, you know, $2,000 behind that candidate, cross my fingers and hope something changes? Or do I want to actually pick up my life and actually do something tangible, real, that concrete, that can affect change right now? You can do it now. Yep. 
and it's, it's up to you. It's not that much different from where you live. It's you, you know, I mean, it it may be if if you're moving maybe from, a little colder. It may be a little colder. Maybe it a little may warmer. not. I mean, when you when you start looking at so many places, Wisconsin. Think about New York State, Massachusetts, Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin. You start thinking about places like that where the government is big and the weather is cold. The only thing that they have left holding you there is, you know, whatever job you've got, which is tenuous at best in mm-hmm. those econ- in those economies, and friends, your family, family, friends and family. Um, I, you know, I understand the friends and family thing, but Southwest does have sixty nine dollar flights. Mm. I moved away from my mom. Um, you know, we lived on the same street, people. I, you can't say I wasn't close because I believe in what we're doing here. So she comes up, she gets to see Jack. They fly down. They get you know all those. It's it's fine. We live in a very mobile world. You can yeah. get back and forth and see these people, but if, well, you know if you believe in liberty, this is the place to be. As far as I can tell, I may I, I'd love to hear other other. We've been, uh, solutions, we've been asking for that forever, but people can't come up with other solutions. Seasteading's one. That's, it's, it's a, good, it's a yeah, solution it's a one. that is going to work out in the future. Right, it's not realistic at this right, time. You cannot buy it today. You can you can go out on a boat. That's realistic today, but yeah. you can go in the middle of the woods, try to hide out. That, that doesn't work. It didn't work. For, it didn't um, work for, for Fred and Elaine Brown. You're still going to um, Ed and Elaine Brown. You're still going to pay the taxes on that bunker. No, you build the bunker in the middle of a national forest. That's Likely, but do. they're going to find you. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you're going to you're going to travel to some extent and beat a path. Then in that you're woods. spending the rest of your life hiding out, right? And yep. that you know that's not for me. It's not the life I want. For yep. me, I want to live in a uh, a nice world where I have uh, neighbors and friends and family around and uh, conveniences and freedom. Like we've got the conveniences, we've got the friends, we've got the the, the family, we've got the jobs and the you know the nice uh, accoutrements of life and all of that. And that's why it's such a comfortable slavery and one of the reasons why people don't want to make any changes and they don't want to do anything because, because it is so comfortable and they can just live out their lives in blissful ignorance of what's going on around them. But it's the whole freedom thing. That's what I want to change. I want my current lifestyle enhanced by freedom. Yeah. And there's only one way to get that, and that's to get together with other like-minded people. You know, And, and um, absolutely, I encourage people to move as soon as possible. But you know, even if you can't move, the way I see it is sign up. Here's my thought process on that is you've got five years from the point that we reach 20,000. Let's say crazy things happen and we get to 20,000 in two years. It could so happen. That's seven years from now. Um, what is that? Two, uh, it's 2016? That's a ways off. Yeah, that's a lot can happen in a year's time, let now, alone think seven. Think about what the United States is going to look like in oh 2016. Gosh. How much bigger is the government going to be in hope, Barack Obama's second term? Or I hope you thir- can still move around the country at that know, time. Whatever. Yeah, I don't. You, you don't even know. Uh, you know, like, the, the, what is the Federal Reserve going to have done with the money? What is the money going to look like now that we're going to, you know, when we have to start paying the piper on all this money that we've printed, doubled the monetary base that we have, uh, you know, in inside of six months or whatever it's been. Um, you know, what's the monetary system going to look like? What's our money going to look like? What is New Hampshire going to look like with seven years of activism mm. piled up? Yeah. More people coming all the time, people that were willing to move when you were not. Um, those those people getting it prepared for you, right. preparing a place, making the bed, as it were. What's New Hampshire going to look like versus the rest of the United States? And then Good question. in 2016, and that's just that's an optimistic number, by the way. In 2016, well, 
why wouldn't you want to move to New Hampshire at that point? There's been liberty activists working for seven years on New Hampshire, and the United States has been doing what the United States has been doing in a perpetual snowball downward. Hmm. I don't. I don't like a no-brainer. It it does to me. So that's just if you sign. And at that point, when they're hunting down liberty lovers in the streets, uh, you know, and killing them, eh, you know, we probably won't come drag you off for your promise. We won't send debt collectors to come get you. That's not our game. No. All right, so 603-435-1105, remaining moments here. Maybe uh, chit-chat for a moment here as we continue. I want to point something out, though, uh, the AMP program. Oh, you want to do an AMP commercial? Of course. (laughs) That's what we always do on these extended uh, internet-only podcast versions of the show. Well, we just did a Free State Project commercial. Zach Fix, uh, who we had on earlier from Bureaucrash, is, I believe, a Free Talk Live amplifier. I think he signed up fairly recently. And uh, lots of people are. Hundreds of people are Free Talk Live amplifiers. However, there's a little bad news to report. And that is the AMP program has not grown over the past few weeks. Well, it's been it has it's been a, t- it's a tougher economy. It is a tougher economy, and people have been cutting back their monthly expenses. And AMP, you know, you look at the monthly expenses. AMP's an easy one to cut out. Yep. Don't well, you know, it's not paying the bills, so cut that one out. Um, it's only three bucks a month, which is the price of a cup of coffee. So it's something that sure. I think most people could. But if afford. you're making three thousand dollars a month, the three dollars a month is point. One percent of your budget, it's nothing to miss. I don't intend to rake those over no, the. No, I'm just saying. Have, it's, if, if they're having, I don't think too. I think that I, for one, if you're going down from ten to three, I have no problem with that um, because you know. Well, I'm, I'm some people are losing jobs and they right. need to cut back completely. And I understand. I'm just what I'm saying here is that the AMP program. Essentially has not grown. It may have even lost a little bit of money within the last few weeks. We get a few signups every week, certainly, but recently we've been getting more cancellations every week than we have been signups. And uh, so if you're out there listening to the show and you've been enjoying Free Talk Live and you like what we're doing, please get behind the show and help us get this program into more ears. If you like the message that we present, this is the only show, as uh, Zach was pointing out earlier, this is the only show that you can hear pro-liberty viewpoints all of the time, six nights a week, on Regular radio waves in America, and that's something that's unique, and I think it's something that's worth getting behind. Um, in fact, uh, hopefully we'll be back on in Toledo soon. I've got an appointment to call Brian Wilson, who you can hear his podcast on the Liberty Radio Network at libertyradionetwork.com. He's the program director of WSPD in Toledo, and I'll be calling him tomorrow morning. So hopefully we'll be getting back on in Toledo. But these are things that are possible because right. of the AMP program, because and of over 500 listeners like you contributing just three bucks a month to this uh, and the show. AMP program is one way to promote the show, to advertise, market, and promote the show. There are other ways to do that. First off, voting every month at uh, podcast at vote.freetalklive.com is a good is a good uh, little way to go and and help promote the show because Podcast Alley historically has been, I think, the number eight refer to our website. Yeah, right. It's it's a great refer. People, uh, you know, find out ways to you know find out about Free Talk Live in that fashion. Mm-hmm. And any way that you can get people to find out about Free Talk Live, as far as I'm concerned, is a way to sort of uh, you know fill one's amp obligation and i look yeah, at it sure. I, I honestly do look at it as an obligation if you've been listen, look i know you don't like it Ian, yeah, I don't. I, I, but the fact is if you're listening to the show you've been listening to the show for a year you've got some level of uh, obligation to do something to promote the show because you believe in the message and 
Otherwise, you're sitting like a lump and you're not doing anything for liberty. And I just don't think that's cool. Um, the other things you can do is there's flyers and uh, you know there at was, promote.freetalklive.com. There was uh, some. Uh, there was a gal that I know uh, passing out free talk live flyers at the end the Fed rally to those people so that they could great. find out about it. They, they're a great audience to find out about free talk live and. What a, what a good idea. You could just, if you're in college, you take a couple of flyers that you printed off on your home yeah. computer, you stick them up, up on, on a couple, those bulletin boards. couple of bulletin boards. Better yet, make the, you know, colleges, they have those little uh, cut things at the bottom where yep. you tear off the tags. Make a bunch of Free Talk Live tear tags. You can do that, too. Anything works, right? Get this show into more ears. And, of course, uh, the finances are, are appreciated as well because the, the more money we have coming into the show, the more our options are. We are, of course, going, as we do every year, to the Talkers New Media Seminar at uh, in New York City coming up in early June. So that's, man, that's coming up real soon, actually, in like six weeks, I think. And that gives us the opportunity to put ourselves in front of the industry bigwigs and the decision makers, and it's your AMP dollars that send us there. If it weren't for the AMP program, I don't know. I don't really know if we could afford that today. Maybe. I mean, you're bringing in a lot more money than we've ever have, Mark, as far as the sales is concerned. Yeah. But I don't know. You know I am. I'm frugal. I don't want to spend the money that I earn. But oh, we would, the, I don't think we would be spending the money on those, those things. It's, it's hard to make that decision. Yeah. If that money was actually coming out of our pocket and AMP You've got been, bills. You've right. Got, I, I mean... You you know, if I had to decide, okay, um, and what is it, a thousand dollars a month for the ad? I've got to cut you a check for five for five hundred bucks a month. Whoa, what? What? People have a tendency. I have a tendency to spend to their means. You yeah. know, that would be very difficult. If I had five hundred dollars more a month right now, I could definitely be using that to pay off the credit cards that I had. Oh yeah, to use you would love for me house. to cut you a check out of AMP. You would love that. Absolutely, but it please. That way. When, when can we get that? To, when, when can we get that to happen? Right, because the AMP dollars go to advertise, market, and promote the show. So they're going to send us to the Talkers New Media Seminar. And Michael Harrison, the uh, the publisher of Talkers, has already promised me another speaking role this year. I don't, I still don't know what that's going to be, uh, but whatever it is, it's going to be more exposure for Free Talk Live, and that's a good thing. Of course, uh, the ads allow us to uh, get on more radio stations. In fact, I've been talking with GCN recently. This is kind of a this is a hush hush thing. I don't know if I can even talk about this, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, but I've been talking with GCN about getting us a refeed. Now, the way the uh, the satellite deal works with radio stations at this time, is Free Talk Live feeds live on the satellite, as you know, from 7 to 10 o'clock at night, Eastern Time. And after that, they used to have this crackpot nut job on the air, uh, Rents, Jeff Rents, and uh, he's gone. He flipped his lid or something like that and uh, is now gone. I think he accused the the owners of GCN uh, being like part of a Zionist uh, Jewish conspiracy or something like that. You know, crazy nut job. And, uh, <laughs> nut job soap opera. Yeah. So they, they blew him out uh, the door, and now they've got that slot open. And they're, they, since they've added Free Talk Live on GCN, they've had tremendous growth. Yep. Uh, it's, GCN had been around since. We joined GCN in 2004. They had been around since the mid or early to mid-1990s. Yeah, it's like so 1994. It was a mature radio network, but it was because there are a lot of people that start out their own radio networks, and then they... <laughs> Crash and burn, like two years later, they're yeah. done. Uh, GCN had been around for a long time, but they'd never really gotten a foothold with any major markets or anything like that until Free Talk Live came around and we started kind of, well, being their breakout show. I mean, we were the, the mainstream-ish We've got show. 44 stations. They can claim all those when they're talking to uh, potential client, potential advertisers, and that that's very helpful. Right. So Free Talk Live kind of became their mainstream show and helped guide them in a more mainstream direction. We changed their 
show clock, which is the thing that kind of controls what time things happen on the show. So well, the station no, changed their show clock. We uh, were instrumental. We suggested the change. Uh, basically, we told them, look, you make this change, and we'll get you some more affiliates. And we got them more affiliates as yep. a result of making that change. And so, so they started to see that hmm, these free talk live guys seem to know what they're doing. Let's uh, you know uh, keep them here and treat them well. And that's what they've been doing, and they've been doing a great job of it. And ever since they've been treating free talk live well, their uh, their money that they've been making has been going up. It's obvious that uh, GCN is doing better today because when we started with GCN, they only had one channel on the Star Guide 3 satellite yep. system. Now they have two, and within the next couple uh, weeks, they're going to have four channels. Now, these channels are well, not Let's not forget cheap. that they're advertising on Rush Limbaugh, Glenn Beck. Um, GCN is advertising on Limbaugh? Well, not GCN, but uh, Midas Resources is. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's I, great. I, I hear the them. spots. So they're doing quite well, yeah. and I would imagine at least to some extent, Free Talk Live is... Uh, we played a role. Play, playing a role in we that. I mean, role. We have more stations than the Alex Jones show does. I don't know... Uh, I don't know if uh, you know. I, I don't know if we can claim average quarter hours. I think he has probably more weekday stations still than I'm we sure, do. I'm, it may very well be but true. But he's been doing it since the mid 1990s, so he's had 10 years start a head start on us. But we're growing a heck of a lot faster than he is. Right. So that's you know that's kind of what I wanted to point out is that GCN is is now our network is now more successful as a result of Free Talk Live, and so. What they're talking about doing is giving Free Talk Live a refeed time. So immediately after the show, they will start playing the show again. Sort of like how on our uh, Internet stream, we've got the 24-hour-a-day Free Talk Live live streaming on the yeah. Internet. Well, GCN will essentially loop the three hours that they just played live immediately after our show and play that again on the satellite. So stations around the country that maybe couldn't pick up the show live could pick us up from 10 to 1 a.m. So that'll give us more opportunity uh, to uh, to get the show on more radio stations. And again, all of this is uh, is is being made possible. Number one by our our network, and number two by you guys for getting behind the show and helping us market. Because if we didn't have the the money to market this show, nobody would know we are available. You know, seven to ten, and hopefully ten to one here coming soon. So it's all because of the AMP program. Please get behind us. Uh, as I said, AMP numbers have fallen off a little bit. I mean, we're still pulling in over four grand a month, which is good. That's really helping us out. Uh, but we've got goals. The $10,000 a month goal is still there, and uh, we're slowly inching toward it. Now just have been uh, millimetering away, I guess, uh, from it. So we, we need you. If you haven't become an amplifier, or maybe you were an amplifier, it's getting to the point where the former amplifiers list, Mark, is, is almost as large as the current amplifiers list. Hmm, interesting. So uh, if you're a former amplifier and you're back to listening to the show again, come on back on board and, uh, and join up again. And even if you aren't listening to the show anymore, you still support freedom and liberty, you can still amp Free Talk Live. Who else is doing this? I mean, I wish there was somebody else out there doing this so, you know, they could get some money too. But Brian Wilson's a great guy, but he's not syndicated. Brian Wilson is, the, as I mentioned, the host of uh, over at WSPD. He's only afternoon drive there. He's a liberty-oriented dude. There's a handful of other guys throughout the industry that are, are libertarians, but they just don't have the syndication agreements. Right. They don't have the opportunity that we do. Well, so speaking of the you got to get behind us. Speaking of the, sky, the size and scope of uh, Free Talk Live, I'd uh, like to take a short moment to uh, plug our advertising abilities here with uh, with our our most loyal of listeners, the podcasters. Somebody, somebody who made it all the way through today's show is a pretty loyal listener with some time on their hands. Yeah, if you're still listening to this heavy promotional uh, podcast. Well, you care about Free Talk Live, the business, <laughs> yeah. and you care about what we care about. 
Um, right. So I, I would like to take this moment to uh, say, yeah, we are the biggest real liberty type show out there. I mean, certainly one can talk about Glenn Beck and one can talk about Neil Bortz, but when one does, one is talking about a show that costs hundreds, if not thousands of dollars for an ad. Now, I looked years ago at a Rush Limbaugh spot for yeah. 60 seconds, $8,000 Wow. for 60 seconds. That's crazy. That was years ago. I have no idea what it is today. Well, $8,000 buy you on Free Talk Live. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll, I'll come to your house. <laughs> we'll do the show from your house. We'll bring a remote broadcast. Mark and, will wash your windows. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> With Ian. Um, the the um, But for us... I you know it's basically we're, I'm doing a twenty twenty dollars for a sixty for excuse me a thirty second spot and uh, you now can, you don't just get to buy one spot no you can't that's that 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 doesn't work um, but you can dedicate hundreds of dollars whereas you would have to dedicate hundreds of dollars for one commercial you can de- dedicate hundreds if not a couple you know I don't think anybody dedic- besides Sakel dedicates Sakel spends two thousand dollars a month with uh, with the show and if it wasn't for that we would have never gotten off the ground you know never had enough takeoff speed to uh, yeah, to get Sekel where we held are. our hand for a long time yeah and I you know still, still are it would still be very difficult without them I'm not I certainly yeah. don't want to diminish what they did um, what Jason Osborne has done yeah. and is doing. But, um, you know, now we're getting to the point where we might be wa- taking our own wobbling steps on our own. <laughs> and in the process of that, we have some very uh, competitively priced commercials. We don't have, like those other shows do, giant buildings with glass and chrome. Producers, d- right, and producers, and- secretaries, janitors, salespeople. Uh, you know the, the sales assistants, all that sales managers, all that stuff that goes into producing, uh, you know, the a show, network show. Yeah, the show that you you hear from many of them that costs a tremendous amount of money. Yeah. We don't have that, so we don't have those overheads. So we're able to offer the uh, the spots at a significantly lower rate. The only thing that prices our spots at this point is supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Yep, we can sell all of our ads at a you know at a at a small rate, and I have a sort of a program that I've set up for 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 uh i guess uh, liberty oriented businesses that i particularly like that get uh, that fill in the, the spaces between people that are buying yeah there are different levels you can you can get involved at i mean you can right. go we have a full, all kinds of programs you can put, go a full buy and get on the radio get on the podcast and get on live reads or mm-hmm. you can go and just do radio ads with us or you can uh, you know whatever you know we're, we're customizable we've got different options and and, and uh, you in can the process with mark we have 5 100,000 listeners. Now, I can't quote you that from Arbitron. I certainly don't know. That's from my years of experience looking at numbers and which stations we're on and that kind of thing. Now, that's a cumulative number. Don't expect uh, that we have 500,000 people listening to the words of my, you know, coming out of my mouth right now. But right now, it's probably more like 5,000 because it's the podcast only. Maybe. Yeah. It's probably a little less than that. I would think. I wouldn't think. I would think that some of them haven't made it all. Won't they, make it all the way through. Um, I would think also that uh, five thousand is a is a pretty good day as far as downloads on the. Still, really, I haven't looked into the numbers in a long time. It, so. it's, it's a pretty good day. I'm not saying we don't hit it on a pretty regular basis, but it's a pretty good day. I try not to obsess over those things because it would drive it would drive me crazy if if I did. So I just I just focus on coming in, doing the show, and putting it out there. Right, you know? and and telling the podcast listeners, please duplicate yourself. Please find somebody else um, that you can you know get to listen to the show because podcast listeners they come and go but they're the most valuable of our assets as far as people to advertise that's why we're talking to you right if we right it's absolutely true we would never do this on the radio we can't if uh, if i need something 
I know that I can go to the podcast listeners. Do you remember the uh, the, the Valentine's Bear thing situation? Yeah. I went on. I said, please, guys, if you're going to buy something for your loved one for Valentine's Day, you don't know what it is. Take a look at these these Valentine's bears from uh, you know VermontTeddyBear.com. They made it work, right? And they made it they they did really they made it look really good for us. Now for some reason um, the guy got fired shortly thereafter, or I get no he he left and then somebody else took his position. And I can't convince that girl that we performed it. very 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 well. But I was able to go to my uh, podcast listeners and I was able to ask for something and I got it. Um, same happened with CEI when I asked uh, the podcast listeners to go sign up for enjoy at enjoybottledwater.org. And they did it. So podcast listeners, by far and removed. That's you. You rock. Right. The most valuable of my ad um, ad resources out here. But uh, that And that's one of the reasons I'm talking to you guys, because you guys care the most about this issue, is you can reach 500,000 people for a really low uh, For less than rate. you could pay for, you know, a local Local commercial. advertising. I worked at Oldies 108 and 106.5. Oldies 108. <laughs> that's very good. 106.5 CTQ, uh, you know, the six-station group in Sarasota, Florida. Yes. And their ad rates for Oldies 108 were $100 a spot. 75 an hour, or 75 a spot in the morning show, wasn't it? Something well, like that? You could, you could at, at, at times, you yeah. could get it like that, yeah. but... If you wanted, you know, there were other times when it was 120. So yeah. I say 100. It was a, it was definitely 100. And what was it? What was their cum? How many uh, listeners did they have? 80,000. 80,000 over the whole morning, yes. over the whole week. Whole, the whole week. The, the, yeah. the cum of the station was 80,000. Right. The cum of the country station was uh, 60 to 100, so right. 80,000. Um, so we have more of a cum than they do, more. and the commercials are a fraction of their rate. Right. We have five times the cum at a fifth of the price. Dozens is, of stations in markets all across the country. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we're going we're gonna to help you sell your product. Here's the thing about advertising is adver- it's not that radio advertising works or doesn't work for your business. It's the return on investment that you put into the advertising. You know, any advertising can work. It doesn't matter whether it's the yearbook that the uh, cheerleaders put together or whether it's, uh, you know, a Super Bowl ad. It's how much, how many customers you get return on that investment. And Free Talk Live is a low cost of entry, yep. so you can try it out and see if it's the right thing and works for you. Plus, you support your favorite show at the same time. Absolutely true. All right, amp.freetalklive.com to become a Free Talk Live amplifier and to advertise, Mark, how do people get in touch with you? Uh, you go to sales at freetalklive.com. Go to sales? You mean email? Email. Email sales at freetalklive.com, and Mark will uh, happily get back in touch with you. And yeah, that's, don't that's not something I leave for very long. No. Nope. <laughs> amp.freetalklive.com. Uh, for the rest of you, those of you who are not necessarily marketing something, uh, but just want to help out with the show, that's the best way to get behind us. If you don't have any money or you lost your job, you can still help us. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. List of things you can do there that will cost you virtually nothing. Before we uh, we, we sign off, um, I just uh, got a little thing here from Zeus. Nobody called tonight. I'm shocked at that. Yeah, I get a little Your thing loss. here from from Zeus, uh, one of our uh, uh, executive, our, our producer, a remote producer. We've had uh, twelve hundred and thirty five downloads of the Market for Liberty in the last ten days. That's just on Podio Books, right? Just on PodioBooks dot com. Um, great. That's uh, thank you, Zeus, for that. What's what's this part about? Which has a link to the site? What's that mean? I, I guess there's a link to the website on the Podio Books. Zeus came to me and he uh, he emailed and he said, "Hey, there's this Podio Books and uh, you should get the Market for Liberty on it." And I said. I don't have time. How about you take care of it for me? And he did it. He and does. he did a great job with it because that's what he does. A great yeah. job. So I guess there's a link from Patio Books to FTL. Great. So anyway, Super duper. please 
replicate yourself. If you're an ampl- if you're an amplifier and a podcast listener, replicate yourself. You're the most valuable thing we've got. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're done with the extended internet podcast only edition of the show, and we now return you to the either Liberty Radio Network streams or the Free Talk Live streams, whichever one you happen to be listening to at this time. And if you're not listening, you should check out the Liberty Radio Network. I mean, since we've been plugging ourselves yeah, here, plug. let's plug the Liberty Radio Network because there are some great liberty-oriented podcasts out there on the internet, and they're all they can all be found at uh, libertyradionetwork.com. Um, you know, the uh, we, we were broadcasting the Liberty Radio Network from my house at 50 watts in the what? FM. <laughs> what? There's nothing wrong with that. It's done. I wasn't doing anything of the sort. It's done. That's true. It's not happening. Anymore. We were testing. Uh, somebody was testing a transmitter and whatever. Uh, I, th- I found it such an interesting <laughs> thing to listen to uh, because I would tune in to 94.1 or whatever it was at. And uh, it was it was great. Unfortunately, it didn't make it terribly far. But uh, I really enjoyed having uh, listening to the Liberty Radio Network. Now, I don't. I don't sit someplace where I can listen to a stream. I have to talk on the telephone, mm-hmm. so I find it distracting. I can get the stream anytime on my uh, my new cell phone, the uh, the BlackBerry. But it has to be convenient to take on and off, and I don't have a data plan on my uh, Raspberry. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, I, I I'm not interested in paying for that. I you know it's not valuable enough to me to to pay for it, um, the data stream thing. But I would have to turn it on and turn it off to listen, and that, right. I find that to be very distracting. It's much easier for me to hit a button on a radio mm-hmm. when I'm making telephone calls or receiving telephone calls. I make and receive probably 30 to 50 telephone calls a day, so that's a lot of turning on and turning off of radios, listening to anything, you know, sending me videos uh, as riveting as they might be. Chances are I don't make it all the way through them because I just can't do it. Yeah. That's just not the way my day is set up. I can try to read things, and I do my best, but... I can't listen. Can't watch. So libertyradionetwork.com, uh that's the website. In fact, it uh, has been redesigned. Liberty Radio Network started, if you haven't been since we first started talking about it, it started as a page on the Free Talk Live site. And since then, it has expanded into its own website now, libertyradionetwork.com, with a full listing of shows and links to all of them. Uh, thanks to all of the people that have uh, you know, put, allowed us to put their show on the network. Uh, hopefully, it has resulted in them getting at least a few extra hits. Right now, it's certainly not the most uh, listened-to stream. It's really but it's nice to have all of it together. You yeah. know, you, one thing feeds into another, feeds into another. Anytime you tune in... There's, there's something there you're interested right, in. There's something there, and... You don't necessarily know where all the best liberty-oriented podcasts are. You don't, um, so it gives it it gives a variety and a sampler. Sure, after you listen for some period of time, you may find shows that you like more and shows that you like less. Mm-hmm. But I like Complete Liberty with Wes Bertrand. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. I was listening He's to him brilliant. and um, and Paul Gibbs. Paul, right? Um, Who we met at uh, the the Liberty. Right. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, Dynamo for Liberty. I I en- really enjoyed listening to those guys and their show. I I was uh, you you saw me with the headphones here while I was doing show prep i was listening to that show and, and really enjoying it so yep. thanks thanks for that guys so there you go all right we've plugged pretty much everything i think yeah. at this point 